Hello, folks. I am pleased to announce that this podcast is sponsored by a new book available now only on Amazon called Swept Up, The Lessons from the End Times by Matt Garnier. I'm going to read you a little bit of the book. Um, I'm about seven chapters in. It's, uh, I believe, the story of Matt and where he's at now. Um, Again, I haven't finished it, but so far I've, it's great. It's weird how much Matt and I have in common, Um, at least just from growing up perspective in the 90s in a Christian household. I relate very well. Uh, and, and Matt is an incredible writer, quite funny, uh, and a good storyteller. I've, I've just really enjoyed this book. Um, so let me just read you a little section from chapter five that I thought was actually really enjoyed his play on words on things. So, um, yeah, I'll read this. I think this is a good idea. Get your whistles wet with, uh, this literary piece. And if, like I said, it's, it's available on Amazon, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes here for this episode. Against astronomical odds, I woke up on January 1st, 2000. I had watched the neon-lit radio clock until midnight, but knew better than to assume that my time zone was the one observed by God. Seven hours later, the biblical number, number of completion, after confirming that every region of the earth had passed the threshold, I celebrated along with the Howland Islanders on TV and enjoyed the best breakfast of my life. I felt reborn. As I munched on cinnamon rolls, I thought about how disappointed the false prophets must be. I pictured them inconsolable, heads buried in their hands to quiet murmurs of, shh, don't talk to daddy, he's grieving. I digested the new reality that I officially couldn't trust any of them. These blue-balled Christians would have to figure out a world without a deadline while I picked up where I had left off, a kid with a chance of a future. So yeah, again, uh, available on Amazon only. Special thank you to Matt for sponsoring this podcast and this podcast episode. Uh, like I said, seven chapters in, and I'm really, really enjoying it. And I know you guys will as well. So go ahead and click the link. Uh, purchase Swept Up on Amazon. Support Matt. Support this podcast. And Matt, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. to another Timmins podcast. I'm your host, Timmin. This is my podcast, the number one podcast in Goshen currently. Till another podcast arrives, then I'll be number two, maybe. No, I'll still be number one. Guys, uh, I got a great guest today. Let me get into some business first real quick. Um, make sure to go check out the YouTube and subscribe. Uh, it's Timmins podcast on YouTube. Secondly, um, I have an email address, Timmin, timminspodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to hit that up. Uh, especially if you want to sponsor an ad. I've had sponsors in the past. 
I'm always willing to have more sponsors. I uh, thought that'd be good to get into there as well. And then Timmons Podcast on Twitter. If you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, that's about it. That's the business. Let's get to the show. Chris, welcome. What's up, dude? What's up? Can you move that mic just a, st- a tiny bit closer to you? Tiny bit closer? Yeah, Normally, people are telling me to be quiet. <laughs> no, that's the nice thing about a little bit different. No, you're great, man. I want to hear all of you, dude. <laughs> it's so good, bro. Welcome. What's up? What's up, dude? Um, thanks for coming. Thanks for making me this drink. It's delicious, dude. Isn't that freaking awesome? It's called what? Honey? No, uh, bourbon. Bourbon crush. Bourbon crush. Yeah, yeah. One of those TikTokers uh, turned me onto these things. Oh, he knows. Awesome. Yeah, he knows. Uh-huh. This is delicious. Um, yeah, big fan. Uh, we like our beverages here on this Timmins podcast, and this is a delicious beverage. I will be incorporating it into my repertoire. Of, there you go. Yeah, you can drink it with. You have really good bourbon too. Got them in this really nice yeah, the mason ball jar. mason jar with a handle on it. Yeah, we're yeah. classy. We're. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't go that far, but uh, yes. Uh, hey, I, most of my mason jars don't have handles. Oh yeah. so I'm telling you. It's no, but I brought uh, brought some old old Forester, oh, some Prohibition sweet. style. Yeah. 115. Oh man. Uh, 115 proof, yeah. That's the good stuff. Dude, that is the good stuff. That is my favorite bourbon so far. So if anybody listening to the podcast has any other recommendations on bourbons or anything like that, yeah. favorite one I found, Old Forester, Prohibition Style, 1920. So let us know in the comments if you guys know of any bourbons that you guys would really like uh, me to try out. Yeah, holler at us. We'll definitely buy them and try them, All most right. likely. Yeah. Dude, Chris, uh, you shared a post on Facebook. It was a memory of us skiing, and Dude. that was so so good. Twenty sixteen, long time ago. I <laughs> still think about that. It's funny because you told me about how you would guys would get Little Caesars pizza mm-hmm. and just smash that. Oh just, yeah, like ski all day. Yeah, and that's the memory that's like burned in my head. Oh, is that every time I go skiing? I'm like, man, I want some Little Caesars. Little pizza. Caesars pizza. But I mean, well, it's because you know, me and my brother, we would go, we'd go snowboarding and stuff like that, and and like we were broke. Yeah. And it was like, you know, lift tickets were like $36 for the day and stuff like that. You know, you've already paid for all of your gear and stuff. And yeah. Bittersweet's what? An hour 15, hour yeah. 20 minutes away and stuff. So it's like, got to save money somehow. I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of money at the chalet or anything. Yeah. So like. They're super expensive. It's oh, yeah. like triple. Oh, what, yeah. Well, you normally, a burger's $15. Right. It's worth five. So that was one of the things that we did. We were just like, you know what? We're going to make $5 fresh, hot and ready freaking pizza. Bring it with us. And yeah. Just go back to the truck and smash. Yeah, <laughs> and you can go back and, and continue to eat that throughout. The, it's a, it's oh, heck yeah. sustains you the whole oh, time. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, you share that memory and you're like, dude, let's get on the podcast. I'm like, bro, I need to get you on the pot. Let's do it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've seen you. I've seen you have some other people on here and stuff yeah. like that that I knew. And I'm just like, I had no idea. Like you and I have known each other forever. Yeah. And like, yeah. I didn't even know that you had a podcast until I saw some of those pictures on on social media. And I was yep. like, bro, yeah, we have got. To get on this together, so. yeah. Here we are. Yeah, I we know. made it. Yes. So I know my marketing a- aspect is not. It's I'm working on it. I'm putting in the reps. I get you. It out. So. I get you. No, it's good. I get you. But yeah, no. The Facebook posting pictures on Facebook seems to be doing the trick. It's was that is that pushing it out, growing there. the growing the audience. Yeah. And move to YouTube Shorts eventually too. So I'll be picking Dude, your brain yes. on that as well. Yes. Um, I got some thoughts, and so okay. yeah, I'll have to see what you think about it. Uh, but anyways, enough about me. Let's talk about you. What? Who are you? Where are you from? What? How would people know you? Uh, just give us the, just give oh, us the man. In this area, people would probably know me. I born and raised. Well, not born. I was born in Arizona, but moved up here when we were, oh, I was just a baby. Uh, 
raised here in Goshen, graduated from Concord High School. Um, you know, people know me from football, lacrosse, things like that. Um, but primarily in this area, people probably know me because I'm one of the executives on Goshen Emerging Leaders. Mm. What used to be you and I and, and Joe Mel started the Goshen Young Professionals Group. Right. Uh, with COVID a, hit. Yeah, and then COVID hit and we had to stop it. But uh, Ashley Jordan from... Um, Acts of service over at the Elkhart Community Center. Her and I actually started it back up again. Very and cool. dude, we got this great event coming up next next month. Okay, it's called the Amazing Race. Okay. Right? You remember remember yeah, the reality the TV show? show? Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're doing. No way. It's like you're doing that in groups from the chamber, and you're hitting up local downtown no way. ocean businesses, yeah. and it's a race, and you got to go, you got to go down there, you got to solve a puzzle, you got to, you know, interact with the business owner, yeah. take a picture and post it on social media, and uh, then you'll get the riddle for the next one. So you got to figure out the riddle and then race to the next one. You're going to hit like four or five different spots, and then oh, we're going to end awesome. up at a secret location, and whoever gets there first wins, and will end up getting a uh, $50 gift card from, from the Goshen chamber no way yeah yeah that's super so solid. yeah and if there's eight people in in your group like eight people are going to win 50 bucks a piece oh like, wow. it's per person not necessarily just the group just the group oh that's cool so that's, that's coming smart. up that's going to be april 13th okay i believe yep Is that yeah saturday or something no, it's a, it's a second it's we always hold our events on the second thursday of every single month okay and that's probably a good way for people who want to get connected to right. like just the downtown right. Goshen businesses, things like that. Right. Well, and the other thing is, is, is like what we did with YP. Mm-hmm. Now, when we did Goshen YP, you know, our networking events were just weird. We had like what, 75, 85 people yeah, in the Costa Springs and stuff like yeah, that. Costa Springs. We did the Goshen Brook. It was that crazy. Time. Yeah. So what we decided to do is, is we're still going to do the other things. You know, there's, there's mentoring, there's education, there's acts of service, volunteerism and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to center it a lot around networking because hmm. that's what those are the events that people really want to go to. So yeah. n- it's going to go networking one month and then we'll rotate between acts of service, uh, mentoring and education the next month. And then the following month is going to be networking right again. Oh, OK. So every other month is going to be networking with with the other mixed pillars in. mixed in. Yeah, so so it's the the second Thursday every single month from five to seven. Guys, if you're in the Goshen area and you're between the, the ages of 19 and 40. Nice. Please join us. Come see what we're all about. Yeah. We, do it. It, it, we had a great time at our at our last meeting. We went to. Uh, the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, cool! And just hung out with them and yeah. and all that. Is that kind like of stuff. the access service then? Yeah, yeah that, that was the access service that that time. So yeah. so awesome. yeah. So this time we're doing the Amazing Race, and uh, I've, let me tell you, we've been working really hard on that one. I yeah. think that one's going to be one of our main events because what we're trying to do That's is a... trying to set up like three main events through the season. You know, yeah. like a spring event, a summer event, and a fall event. Yep. And I think the Amazing Race is the one we're doing for spring. That's that cool. one's going to be... Got to be like a cookout or something for summer. I, I'm just throwing... Who knows? Uh, you get you guys got it. I see you. I see the look on your face. You know what you're. Well, yeah. Our fall our fall event is is that we're gonna do it at Kircher's. Oh, we're gonna have a huge event over at Kircher's. Oh, that's so, so cool. like we're gonna actually you know because Nick the the president of the chamber mm-hmm. is you know part of that family and stuff like that. So yep. we're gonna we're gonna do something big at Kircher's. I can't reveal exactly what we're doing. Love but, that. But yeah, our October event's gonna be huge. Yeah. I love so it. the the uh, this is 
derailing the conversation real quick, if that's okay. I was driving by and I saw the two churches that are on the end of Kircher's. Mm -hmm. Those big two churches. Mm -hmm. I felt so sad because I remember when they used to be Orchard. I was like, uh. oh. Yeah. 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 They took <laughs> that the. Yeah. There's just two big churches right next to each other. Yeah. Oh, that stinks. But yeah. Anyway, I love Kircher and I love how old. I And I may have made this up, but I feel like, and this is probably just, I have no evidence, or I just heard this one time, and it could have been in a dream, who knows what, but I thought Johnny Appleseed may have. I thought I thought I heard, I heard that, that too. too. Yeah. Like, I think he came through Goshen at Planted one point. To, the, yeah. I think, I, I'll say it. I think old man Kircher might have saw him walking by. You know, that's actually a pretty good idea. Right. I might actually, uh, yeah. Throw a little bit in there. <laughs> yeah, so Picking up his seeds after him, going, you know what, I'm going to use these seeds and plant the whole row. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Kircher's is such a cool little spot in Goshen, dude. And you're doing you're doing a ton of things. Not Bro. only that, but you're all, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, you know, other than and then you know being from Goshen and and doing the Goshen thing and all that stuff. I, I own multiple businesses. I own Aquascapes of Michiana. Yeah, uh, you've been doing that for a long time. Since 2012. Okay. Yeah. So just over 10 years now. Wow. So um, been doing that since 2012. I'm a master pond builder. I travel all over the country doing epic water features for celebrities and you know other other pond builders that need help with projects and things like that. And yeah. Um, I also own a marketing company called Atlas Digital. We primarily specialize in social media marketing and um, YouTube editing, short form editing, you know, vlogging edits, short yeah. short video edits, YouTube you know, for like TikTok that. and yeah, yeah, YouTube shorts and stuff like that. Um, I also own a consulting company as well, Aquascapes Consulting. That's actually wow. with my travel jobs. That's that's what I use to uh, to do that, just right. to kind of keep things separate. Uh, right. And then obviously I take care of our local market. You know, we just finished up uh, uh, two years ago. We just finished up a project for Potawatomi Zoo. Wow! The new giraffe exhibit that just went in yeah. did a huge water feature over there. Well, I remember when you did the Ninja Golf yeah. Course in Granger. Did the, yeah, I did you Ninja did. Golf in Granger. That yeah. was a big one. That was my biggest one at that point. So, wow! Yeah, that was 2017 is when I did that one. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, maybe I'm slipping, but do you? I remember you also like would um, plow, snow plow. You may not do that anymore, but I remember I've that. I've really for, cut it down. Okay, I was going to say, like, how do you do 17 different talk, things? Talk to anybody who's in the snowplow game, and they yeah. will tell you, like, it is not, we don't get the snow right. that, that we, we used, used to. to. Like, we, I have, I do downtown Goshen. Okay. So, like, I have a smaller, I do all the sidewalks for downtown Goshen. Gotcha. And, okay. uh, yeah, I have one guy, that's all he does. So, when it snows and we hit a two-inch trigger... Yeah. He's the only. He comes and grabs the machine, grabs our little MT one hundred, a little yeah. little mini skid steer with a push box on it. Nice, knocks it he out. He does not. He knocks it out. And then we also do we do subbing for uh, Elkhart County. Gotcha. So we do like neighborhoods and stuff like that yeah. as well. And that's kind of. But it's a hit or miss. Like this year, we barely snow. I mean, it snowed a couple times. But yeah, we and then until nothing. last week. Well, yeah. like it snowed, but like it never got it never got to that two Deep. inch trigger to where you're actually going to push and make money. Right. So and that's kind of where we're at right now with with the weather. It, it's it's too cold to start doing pond cleanouts. Mm. You know, maintaining ponds, so I, I can't make money that way. Right. And it's too warm, <laughs> or it's not snowing enough to be able to make money for snow. So like we're caught in this like downtime. Oh my god, off season. Oh my goodness. Right. But I mean, we're using it to our advantage. Um. So what we went ahead and did is is you know, I run my business. I run Aquascapes out of a, a barn from the 1850s. 
Oh wow! Oh yeah, just just really, yeah. Oh dude, it's awesome. Like hand hewn beans, like what you have here. Yeah, like the whole thing's made out of it. Oh, that's and uh, we also have a. It it used to be a dairy back in like the 1930s, and uh, there's a milk house where they used to pull all the cows in and hook them up to the machines and all that stuff. And uh, we've repurposed that that what's called that milk house. And uh, so you're like front office, basically. Basically, yeah. Um, We're envisioning. We're yeah. We're propagating we half of it it's split in half it's two it's two rooms and one half of the room we're doing we're raising koi fish now no. so we can sell koi fish <laughs> yeah, for our clients yeah. we're, we're, ra- we're propagating plants and stuff like that yeah. so like water lilies and and water hyacinths and yeah. stuff like that for our builds and stuff like that and right. then on the cut other the cost s- out right there exactly the right yeah. and uh and then on the other side we went ahead and uh we built a uh an eight by twelve sandbox Okay. So that way, new guys coming in working for me that don't know, you know, because that's one of the things about being a pond builder. You can't just go out and hire people that know what they're doing. Right. Like the closest I've ever come to with hiring somebody is like, oh, well, you know, I work for so and so lawn care and, and I, you know, I ran a lawnmower. Right. Or like, oh, I, I work for, you know, Linton's Landscaping and, and we put mulch in. Right. It's like, okay, that has absolutely nothing. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it does nothing. You know, like 0%. Nothing. You know nothing. Yeah, exactly. So the sandbox is designed for new guys. Okay. So that way they can go in and they can learn the basics and they can learn how our equipment works and how our, you know, how our process is and stuff like right. that. And they can actually start building water features. Oh, wow. So rather than, than doing this on, you on know. On a job site. <laughs> right. On a job site where the client's paying me hundreds of thousands of dollars, you right. know, tens of thousands of dollars of, uh, to do this project. Right. You're not training somebody. Right. Because, you know, if you're paying $60,000 for a water feature and you walk outside and you hear somebody training somebody else, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a little. Yeah, exactly. To put the seeds of doubt in yeah, your Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so yeah. that's what we have that for now. Propagates those seeds of doubt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I'm going to make sure that that didn't get screwed up after they're gone, right. you know, and, right. and those kinds of things. So so that way my guys aren't training on a job to where we're getting paid tens of thousands of dollars to do this water feature. Right. They're training in the comfort and the safety of. Yeah. Our milk cows, so that way, and and that way, that's how you develop your your artistry. Yeah, you know that's how you develop your style. That's how you develop. You know, in a sandbox, you can do whatever you want. Like right. it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense or not. Do it. See what it does. See if it, it leaks, if it leaks all over the place, well, it looks like you know you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and you're in a safe place to where where you can do those kinds of things. You know, but that's how you figure that's out so how. Oh yeah, yeah dude, that's so but fascinating. It's yeah. It, there's definitely with pond building. There's there's such an artistry to it that a lot of people don't understand unless you're paying for it. Right. When you're paying for it and I start explaining the process of what we're doing and how we're doing it, everybody's like, oh, my God, I never would have thought about that. Yeah. Oh, my God, I never would have never would have realized that you think that deeply about it. Because that's the biggest thing. It's like we're just yeah. trying to make it as natural as humanly possible. Yeah. So. Well, then let's roll that into your conservation efforts, too, right? <laughs> so so I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the, the Facebook post well, that I've been yeah, posting. Yeah, but also part of like building out landscapes is you want it to be natural. Oh, well, yeah. And that is conserving and, and you're replicating nature. Right. Right. Uh, oh, well, and that's the whole point is we are replicating nature. So I'll actually go out in into, you know, like uh, one of my favorite places to go to is like Turkey Run State Park. Oh, yeah. Down cool in southern spot. Indiana. Yeah. And like all the waterfalls down there and just kind of watch how water moves and how it flows or like um, I was traveling through Colorado one time and we just stopped on the side of the road at a stop at a rest stop 
and there was a freaking waterfall behind the highway rest stop. And, you know, like I'm, I'm hopping out of the car and my wife's telling me to get back in because it's time to go. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't, you don't understand. I'm like in this river trying to get this great shot of this waterfall and yeah. just seeing how water moves and stuff like that. But that's, that's definitely part, part of it. Of it yeah. That's is, so cool. is that's what we want to pull from. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I'll do is, is a lot of people, a lot of other pond builders or newer pond builders, they'll just, Rock, 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 rock. Right. And uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll start adding additional natural elements mm. into it, like logs. Uh, like I'll I'll I'll, grab, I'll bring a chainsaw on a job site and be like, hey, do you mind if I cut down this tree? And or they might have one down in their woods behind their house. Hey, do you mind if I cut this up and use it in your pond? They'll be like, what are you talking about? Just just trust me. Yeah. Just trust me. You are going to want to see this. And what I'll do is I'll take the chainsaw and I'll cut off an end. And rather than leaving that flat end, what I'll do is I'll take the chainsaw and call it gnaw it up, kind of oh. like, a be- like a beaver. No way. So it lo- so by the time I actually place it into the water feature, like it'll look like a beaver tried making a dam right there. But that added natural element is just, that's another natural part next of- layer. It's the, the next, next layer. layer. And every time, everybody's like, man, I don't want you to do this, but I'm going to let you do it because you're the pro. And right. this, is what I, this is what I trust you for. And I'll do it and I'll get it done. And they'll be like- I can't imagine this water feature without that. Yeah. And it's just like, there it is. I know. That is how you're paying. That is exactly why I charge what I charge. So, so yeah, there's a lot of it too. And, you know, um, from the other part of, of the conservation that I showed you before we started, the, the Southern Arkansas turtle farm. That was sweet. Dude. That's cool. So let me it's just like, kind of yeah, yeah, give let the me background. give you a rundown on yeah. this. You want to hear this? I do want Sorry, to. I know I'm not letting you talk a lot, mm-hmm. but <laughs> this podcast is about you, bro. That's this is so cool. I'm here for it. <laughs> so one of my clients is in Cherubusco, Indiana, Turtle Town, USA. Okay, and uh, he owns the uh, his name's Rusty Reed, the Turtle Man. So if you guys want to look him up, he's on YouTube, he's on TikTok, he's he's all over social media. Yeah, but uh, older guy, you know. Um, he, uh, he, he owns and runs the Blackwater Turtle, Turtle Refuge. Okay. And, uh, he had a huge alligator snapper. His name was Crunch. <laughs> and like, I mean, this guy used to take him to zoos, to shows, kids' birthdays, you know, just holding on, letting people see it. But he got Crunch. I believe this is a story. So Rusty, if you're listening to this and I have yeah. this story wrong, you'll so have sorry. to correct me later, but this is a story I'm running with, bro. Yeah. He got crunch from the South Arkansas Turtle Farm. It's it's an alligator snapping breeding breeding farm. Okay. And um, Papa Hobbs, uh, Anthony Hobbs now owns it. Papa Hobbs, Start. grandpa, started yep. it back in the 50s. Oh, wow. And he had this one pond, and he had all of these alligator snappers in it, and they've been living in it ever since. Well, wow. Papa Hobbs, he, uh, he ended up passing away a few years ago. And uh, Anthony Hobbs and Mary Hobbs ended up inheriting the farm. Okay. And uh, didn't really know a lot about alligator snappers. Didn't really know about the trade or anything. You know, that's yeah. that's what they did. Is they bred and sold and and did alligator snappers. Yeah. And uh, so, so they just got handed kind of exactly. Yeah. And and. Uh, Anthony Hobbs reached out to Rusty, or Rusty reached out to Anthony because that was his supplier and stuff like that. And and Anthony asked for help, and uh, Rusty responded and came down there helping him out. Well, they realized that Papa Hobbs hadn't done anything with the pond 
in like 20 years. Really? Yeah. And the thing is, it's not just like an open-sided pond where they could just get out whenever that, like it was a fenced, it's a fenced in. So they're stuck there. Yeah, they're stuck. Like that's where they, and they'd realized that the, the, the pond had become so overpopulated that the alligator snappers were actually starting to fight. Uh-oh. And they were starting to injure each other. They're trying to. They're starting. You know, mating season. Yeah. They're starting to. You know, unalive. Yeah. Each other and stuff yeah. like that. Yep. So that was the one thing that that they realized. They're like, oh my god, we got to we got to do something about this. So Anthony Hobbs ended up digging out like four new ponds. Okay. Around the area. Yeah. And then we we pulled back the fence. We drained the pond. And we went in there. And we just started. I mean, pull, we pulled out like a hundred and fifty of these alligator snapping no. turtles, and only did half of it. No. So thing of the pond, like my cell phone right here. Right. We only did from the middle <laughs> to the right side. We didn't even touch the left side of the pond. Holy cow! Oh yeah, no, dude. There's probably three hundred turtles in that. Holy pond. the Jesus! Really? And the reason why we did it when we did it is because when alligator snappers go into hibernation, okay, they dig down into the mud. So they're like a foot, 18 inches into the mud. Oh, like, my gosh. They're probably layered on top of you. Oh, yeah. And and the thing is, is they were telling us, like, hey, put on your waders and get in the pond. Well, if you know anything about alligator snappers, you saw that freaking head on yeah. them and that beak. Like, they can they can bite your fingers oh, off, bite yeah. your hand off, yeah. bite your foot off. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, they gave us these poles. They're like, well, you just got to kind of, you know, I'm from the north. So, I'm like, bro, I'm not even, nope. Yeah. This is a nope time for me. Nope situation. But all the, all the southern boys, you know, from, from Louisiana and, yeah. and, you know, all the, all the southern. down. All about it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so one of the guys that actually came out. They were out, already missing fingers. Oh, no bro, big deal. Yeah. They didn't care. They did not care. <laughs> no teeth, no fingers. No Nothing. Shit. So, Rusty invited us. He also invited a whole bunch of other people. And uh, one of the guys that he invited was, uh, do you know who Stale Cracker is? So he's so he's a TikToker. Okay. He's that dude with the with the long hair. And says, White. put that on a cracker, dude. Yeah, yeah, no that's way. money, dude. He no does all the crawfish way. boils. Yes. So I, I got to hang out with Stale Cracker no, for a whole weekend. Not. Yes, dude. That's I'll so show cool. you the picture, bro. That's so cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Um, I have watched a bunch of his stuff on. Bam. No way. Yep. So take a look at that. Put that on a cracker. Yep. Put that on a cracker so the, the funniest story about it was is on day number two, he was cooking us a crawfish boil. He was oh, doing his thing. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never done a crawfish boil. Okay. I've never partaken in a crawfish boil. And I and I walked up to him and I go, Hey man, I just want to thank you for this. You know, I've I've this is my first crawfish boil I've ever had. And he's got that metal, the metal paddle Huge. thing. Yeah. yeah, he slaps it down and looks at his his uh, his film guy Jacob. Yeah. And he's like, Jacob, get over here. And Jacob like whips up his phone and goes <laughs> and just starts going. <laughs> and, and and the guy and Stale Crackers is like, this is my boy Chris from Indiana. He ain't never had a he ain't never had a crawfish boil. Slaps his phone down. He's like, we about to learn him something, dude. <laughs> And like I was just like, uh, okay, <laughs> sounds going, yeah, all right. Uh, so, so like all the content, dude. It was, yeah. it was nuts. Um, but yeah, so, I got to, I got to help him drain it. I got to help him pour it out on, out on the table and yeah. stuff like that. And that's so. Yeah, you know, he gave us a tutorial. But I tell you what, a lot of people have, you know, through social, through my social media and stuff like that, have reached out like, 
asking questions. I do not know if he was a state trooper. Stop asking me that one. Oh, really? Apparently, there's word on the street that he was a state trooper before he started doing this. Oh, weird. Okay. I have no idea. Did <laughs> yeah. not ask that question. Wasn't going this to ask that This is the question. like the Laura Steele character. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. The hair, 100% real. Okay. That is not a wig under, under a hat like everybody likes <laughs> oh to say. Uh, the accent, 100% real. Yeah, on or off the camera. Yeah, on or off the camera. 100% real accent, and his the way he is... 100% authentic. That's so He cool. is just one of those yes. Bayou boys yeah. out there. Like, I got, I, I have footage on here of just him poking around with that pole. Like I said, the Southern boys were just poking around with that pole and like he dunk dunk on a turtle and he'd just start moving. Oh my and God. And just all of a sudden grab down in there. Like, I helped him move a, 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 like, it was like a bush that was like seated into the side of the river bank of the bank of the pond. Yeah. Like I helped him move it and he just whoop right under there, started grabbing right pull I mean just and pulled it, it up. They're massive. Too. Oh dude, they're freaking so we pulled like I said, we only did half the pond. Yeah. We pulled out a hundred and fifty of these things. I would have to say, okay, more than a hundred, no more than hundred and fifty. Okay. Half of them. Half of them. Weighed over 100 pounds. Oh, my word. Dude, just nuts. We found a state record male. It was 147, 142.7 pounds. He probably had no idea it was in there. Just nuts. Just because there were so many. So many. Wow. There were so many. And, uh, and we found a state record female. She was 87 pounds. Oh, wow. So we found two state records, one male, one female. And that's what we were doing. Is we, we pulled them out. And, you know, we did we did the conservation, we did the scientific stuff, and, and we measured the shell. Yeah. Uh, Greg uh, Greg Turtlehaven was there as well. He's a social media guy, but he's a real he's a turtle conservationist. Great guy, cool dude. Has a really good heart for. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was he was measuring the shells and doing all of the data collection, and like he he'd file a number into their shell, wow. so that way if they caught him again, they could. They, yeah, exactly. So sense. all of that kind of stuff. So we did all the scientific stuff. Um, got to got to actually see how they're bred from you know super small. from little itty bitty to to one hundred and forty two point <laughs> seven freaking pounds. Like Jesus, that's wild. Dude. I don't know. One person can pull that. You almost have to have two people pull that thing out. Y- pretty much know, or more, maybe. right? Well, and they had some pretty interesting contraptions down there. That oh yeah, so like they took like the you know the the two hundred and seventy five gallon IBC tubs. That you uh, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. The white tubs that yes. usually have like the metal cage around it and stuff like yeah. that. So they'll cut one in half and they'll put like two by four planks on it and they'll bow the planks up with water or whatnot. Okay. So that way they can, and they'll have two ropes on the end of it. And so you can pull like... it out, put a turtle in, pull, and then pull it to the shore, take the turtle out, and then keep, and just keep passing oh, it so back and forth. Whole... They had like a whole they system down. Oh, they did. And I was just like, man, this is. Something way more than you thought. Wow, yeah, like this is. So you so you got pulled into this house for the turtle guy you knew. Yeah, so Rusty Reed just invited me, and okay. dude, I'm yeah, shocked. I'm down to go. Yeah, like uh, well, imagine if you didn't go. Right, like, exactly. Oh. oh, I had a buddy. So, so uh, I have a core group of pond builders that I that I build with, and uh, one's from Detroit, one's from Oklahoma, and one's from Wisconsin. Okay, uh, I got Jeff Michaels uh, from Pondering Waters out of Detroit. Give him a shout out. Uh, you got Damian Drager, 40 Exterior Escapes from Wisconsin. Give him a shout out. And you got uh, Cody Gillstrap 
from River Rock Water Gardens. Give him okay. a shout out. He's from Oklahoma. Cool. But uh, those are the four guys. Like I, I. That's your math. When I'm traveling, I'm usually traveling to go help one of them out. That's cool. Or we're traveling to go somebody else. Like that's my core group of right. guys. Right. And uh, when Rusty told me about it, obviously I was going to tell my boys. Like, yeah. Dude, you guys need to do this. Like I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't care what you're doing. Like you yeah. need to stop. You know, we need to go do it because this is the only time it's ever going to happen. Right. Yeah, because, they're going to have a pond again. That's well, it's not even that. It's because now this this upcoming summer, alligator snappers, you can't unless you have a licensed farm to breed them, you can't touch them. Really? So this was the only time in history this was ever going to happen. It will never happen again. What? Yes. And from a content standpoint, being a social media influencer like, yeah. like I am and stuff like that, like that was like that's all you had to tell me. Yeah. Like only one chance to get all this content? Cool. Let's bet. Say yeah, less. I'm there. I'm there. Oh, my word. But our, our buddy Damien Drager didn't get to go because his schedule couldn't, right. you know, schedule. Just, job yeah. Well. well, he, yeah, he owns his own business and, and he was already on a job. He was, he was doing some hardscapes over the winter and stuff like that. And he's like, guys, I just, I just can't do it. And we get, he saw how much fun we had the whole oh, time. He and he was like, dude, I am so kicking myself in the butt for not going to yeah. you guys. And we're just like, <laughs> so, and the cool thing about from an Atlas digital standpoint, we brought Daniel, yeah, so with he us, just filmed. So yeah, and and Rust, uh, Rusty Reed, uh, Jeff Michaels, and and Cody Gilstrap paid Atlas Digital for for Daniel to come down, so that way we could focus on the turtles, right. And all Daniel did was film. Yeah, he just film pictures, flew the drone, yeah. all the stuff. Well, and for Daniel in Atlas, right? You get to then talk to other people who are doing social media. Right, you're then bouncing right. ideas off, learning right. what the next thing right. is. That's just well, great for. And that's the that's kind of the thing about Atlas Digital, is you got a lot of marketing companies, you know, in this area that that yeah, they know about marketing. You know what some training seminar told them or right. what their college degree told or what their college yeah. professor told them YouTube or what they read in a book or right. what it, you know whatever whatever they did right yeah atlas digital we're living it right i'm I, I am living seven. it day in and day out yeah. like i am like today how you we right. set up you all your gopro like i i have all that stuff like right. i am living it 24/7 7 days a week 365 days a year daniel is is a photographer he works with you had trey trey marquise on yeah. here he works with Trey, so he's actually out with a big time videographer, right? Doing doing those things, like he's living it. Yeah. And then our our social media director Ellen, she's she's a blogger. Oh, she's wow. got fifteen thousand followers on Instagram. She's got oh, wow. yeah, she's got like ten thousand followers on Facebook. Yeah, so like she's living it, and too. she lives it. Like and she does brand deals. Wow, you know. So she's doing like that's the thing about Atlas. That if I had to say that there's one thing that separates us from everybody else is experience. We're actually influencers that are doing influencer shit. Right. And we can take that knowledge and we can take that experience and we can apply that to your business right? and get you what you're looking for. Instead of maybe a formula that someone learned off of who knows what, right? Yeah. And you, you know just as well as I do, social media is changing all the time. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's changing faster and faster and faster yeah. and faster. Yeah. And and what worked in 2019 is oh, not working in 2023. 100%. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so all the other m social media marketing companies out there that aren't keeping up on this stuff. Right. 
And it's easy to the get. Past. It's easy to get kind of slowed down and just do the thing that you've been doing. But when you are making content for yourself, as opposed to making it for someone else, you start to realize that hey, I need to get in front of people. Right. I need to continue to get those eyeballs to continue to get in front of the individuals. Right. So yeah, that experience is, is yeah. really important. Yeah, and that's that's really the biggest thing for us. And when did you start Atlas? 2022. Oh wow! So recently. <laughs> so there's a there's a whole story behind it, and I'm not going to use names, but yeah. I uh, I when I so for me as as a content creator and stuff like that, I, I'm really good at creating content. I'm the ham on video, yeah. as you can tell. I, I'm a talker, <laughs> you know. I, I I'm animated. I'm yeah. a big, loud dude, enthusiastic. Right. I, I love it. I'm six foot three, two hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah. Like I'm a big guy. Yeah. Everybody, I am. I am a freaking walking billboard. <laughs> so I'm really good at gathering content, and I have some really creative ideas on how to gather content. But yeah. the one thing, my one Achilles heel, is behind that computer. No, yeah. I don't know how to edit. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I don't know how to add transitions. I don't know how to add music, or right. that's just not the world that I grew up in. Right. And if you did, it would take you so long. So, oh, it did. It would take you twenty oh, hours. Did, to if, if anybody's on here and they they actually want to go to some of like the first. 10 vlogs on Aquascapes of Michiana's YouTube channel you doing was me doing it. <laughs> it is so terrible. <laughs> but I keep it on there because, you know, you I want gotta it. See you got to see the progression. Yeah. You know, so if you, you keep wanna... it on there so when you come on the podcast, you can go say, listen to those 10 or watch those 10. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> so that was the thing is, is cool. I could gather content on the live long day, but I didn't know how to edit it. So right. I hired a marketing company. I won't say who it was. Right. I'll tell you. But, guys. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, I you I hired a marketing company yep. and the marketing company's like, "Okay, well we can do it for X amount of dollars a month." Okay, cool, awesome. Sounds great. So, get them all the content, they start doing it. Well, it's apparently the owner of the marketing company didn't realize what exactly went into mm. being a YouTuber and managing a YouTube channel. Just didn't know yeah, it was just another account, you know, and and he got social media content out of it, which social media marketing is what he what he knew. Didn't really know anything about YouTube. Yeah. So took the account, told me it was going to be X amount a month, and then about a year later, he's like, "Hey, I'm losing money off of your account." Oh, and me being a business owner, like, yeah. dude, you can't have that. Like, right. get it, dude, bro, I get it. Right. So what do you need to charge me in order to make money? He goes, "If you if you if you pay me this amount right here," he goes, "We're good." We've been okay. doing this for a year. We we know what we're doing now. We're kind of in a rhythm. Pay me this much money a year or a month, and we're good. I was yeah. like, bro, fine. Yeah, say less. Got you, man. Yeah. I, I I do not want you to lose money off of right. me. I understand that you got to make money to be in business. I get it. Yep. And uh, another another year went by, and uh, I am at what's called Water Garden Expo. It's okay. like Comic Con. Huge, for pond builders. It's all the builder. pond product right. manufacturers and yeah, somewhere in Florida, show. probably, right? Uh, no, it's in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I feel like all the <laughs> it was in the Dust Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so right next to a casino. So no, you knew where we were when. Yeah. 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 So conference so, casino. Conference casino. <laughs> that's pretty it. much it. Blackjack. Yeah. And, um, and ponds. <laughs> Blackjack and ponds. Oh, geez. So hit, hit on all of them. <laughs> So I wake up and like our pot, our, our vlog drops Monday, 10 a.m. every single week. Yeah. So I had been drinking pretty heavily the night before and yep. uh, went to bed probably about three o'clock. Some bourbon in the crushes. Oh, yes, yeah. bourbon crushes. Right. Definitely some bourbon crushes. <laughs> and uh, I wake up and I wake up with the time change. I woke up just in time for our new vlog to hit. Mm hmm. 
And I was like, oh man, I'm laying in bed. And I was like, all right, well, let me check out the new vlog. You know, hop on YouTube real quick. Da, 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 da. Nothing posted. Hmm. I'm like, what? So I had been in touch with my editor. So when I joined the, the company, when I jo- became an account for the company, they hooked me up with an editor. And that editor is Daniel. Okay. And so him and I worked together really close for two years and stuff like that, developing yeah. everything and, and trying new things and, and getting it to where it is today. So I called Daniel. I'm livid. Yeah. Because you know how YouTube is. You miss once. Right. You're back to square one. Right. It is all about consistency. Consistency in your content, consistency in your posting, consistency in the length of your videos, consistency yep. in your descriptions, your tags, your titles, and all your stuff. SEO, and all that stuff. Yep. Completely gone. Uh, Three years down the toilet. Uh, yeah. I'd be frustrated. Oh, dude. I was so mad. And I'm just screaming at him. And I'm just like, dude, what, what the F? On? And da 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 da. And he's like, dude. They didn't call you. The owner, the owner of the company, didn't call you. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I'm still. He's like, "No, no, no." He told me that in the winter time we were going to change your your style, and we weren't going to do YouTube anymore. We were just going to do Facebook. Or no, no, no. Exactly was instead of doing YouTube weekly, we were going to do it biweekly, and the, and we were going to continue doing your 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 social media. And he's like, I know that that was wrong. And I told him to call you. Did he ever call you? And I said, no, nobody told me anything. Now my, now my freaking YouTube channel's bombed. Uh, like, dude, I am, I am yeah. mad. Like, I am mad in a wet hornet. Yeah. And, um, oh, that's frustrating. Oh, dude, so, so frustrating. And, uh, so he's like, all right, hold on. Let me call, let me, let me call you back. And, and he called me back like a few hours later and stuff like that. And, uh, he was like, so were you, did, did the owner call you? He was like, I told him to call you. I told him you were upset. I was like, no, nobody's called me nothing. Nobody said a word. I was like, dude, I'm 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 in Oklahoma City. I was like, I I will call. I we will get into. I will get in touch with you guys when I get back. Yeah. So I I get back and the owner won't call me. He's dodging me. He won't. He won't. He won't answer my phone calls. Anything like that. Okay. So. And then all of a sudden, I get a huge long text message about how he was losing money again off my account and oh, no. this and that and this and that. After, right after him and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's not how you run business. No, it's not how you run business, man. No it's, way. It, it, from a from certainly from a business standpoint, yeah, you call the right. person. It is what it is. So, like I said, I'm not going to name names. Right. You know, if you know, you know. Right. It, it is what it is. Right. So, I also wasn't getting my content back. Really? Yeah, so. I had I didn't keep copies. Oh, I was no. naive. Oh, I didn't oh, keep copies. No. I had given it all to them, and oh, they put no. it on their own server. And then and I wasn't I wasn't going to get it. No, it wasn't like they came out and said, "Hey, we are not giving back your content." Right. It was going to be like one of those, "Oh, well, since you know, because I quit." Like I was like, "We are done." Yeah. You know, in that yeah. text message, I was like, "We are done. We yep. stop everything." Service ended. Yeah, service done. Yep. You know, and then basically they were, from my understanding, they were just going to end all contact right there. Yeah. You know, and just, oh, well, since you're not a client anymore, we're just going to delete it all off our server. Uh So I wasn't going to get back my content. It wasn't that they didn't tell me they weren't going to give me contact back. I just, you know, Mm -hmm. I knew I wasn't going to get my contact back. Yeah. So, you know, I've been in touch with Daniel a couple times and uh, Daniel came through. Came through. What a homie. He grabbed grabbed an external hard drive. 
and he uploaded everything from their server uh, and copied it onto an external hard drive, he quit. No way. Quit. Showed up to my house and went, hey, bro, I got all no your stuff back. No way. Yeah. Like, oh, solid, wow. solid, well, solid homie. homie. Yeah. So, he, he handed me all... Well, and here's how thick I was at the time. So, he hands me this 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 hard drive that's got all of my content that I never thought I was going to get back. You know what I mean? We've got at least 15 vlogs on there that never yeah. would have seen the light of day if he oh, hadn't done that. Dude. On top of raw content that still needed to be edited together. Yeah. So, like, he hands me this. I'm like, dude... Thank you so much, dude. That's that's so great. I dude, I really appreciate it. You know, if, if you ever need anything, dude, let me know. I freaking got you. Right, you came through. And he's and he's like he's like yeah, and I also quit. And I was like oh yeah. He goes like you know I'm just not going to work for somebody like that. You know, and and the no. way that things went down, he's like that didn't set with, set well with me. And and yeah. I'm not I'm not having that. Yeah. You know, I have standards and I have pride and I have my own morality. And and he's like I'm not working for somebody like that. Yeah. And uh, kind of talking with him, come to find out, it was the fact that uh, the reason why my YouTube channel got bombed was because they had so much work that they decided not to do the work. Because uh, they had so much work come in, they had a lot of people quit because of the way this place was ran. Right. And so they couldn't do the work. So they couldn't do the work. So they decided to lie about it yeah. and say that this was always the deal, which it was never the one. Right. But right. so, so Daniel, you over. <clears throat> so, like I said, I, I'm being a little bit thick here because I'm, I'm just like so relieved that I have my content. Like I'm just so freaking happy. I haven't even thought about you know how I'm going to continue my YouTube channel, but because that happened i knew i had time to recoup and and come back and come back again strong right and daniel looks at me and goes dude you do you hear did you hear what i said i was like what are you talking about he's like i quit i was like yeah oh, well yeah i yeah i heard that and thank you so much for my content if you ever need anything just let me know he's like dude i'm asking for a job <laughs> and i was like oh <laughs> Like I just, it was going over my head. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, uh, okay. Um, well, and he's the one that was probably you were primarily. He was doing with. all my work, right? And you, he knew everything, right? That makes sense, right there. Everything. Yeah. I had basically trained him for two years, right? So at that point, I'm just like, man. All right, let me think about it. I think this was on either on a Thursday or a Friday. I was like, give me the weekend. Let me think about it. I'm thinking about it over the weekend, going through finances. You know, seeing what I could do yeah. because, you know, Aquascapes, Aquascapes is doing well. Right. But it's not, I can't. You got down season. You right. Got I got a down got... season. I got all this other stuff, cash flow, overhead, all that kind of stuff. You know, I got to pay myself in the wintertime, you know, because my wife doesn't work. You right. know, she's a stay-at-home mom with our three kids and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, I really had to think about it. And uh, I was like, man, what am I going to do? Because I really like this kid. Yeah. Really want to keep him. Does a great job. Absolutely fantastic, dude. Yeah, you you don't want him to take pawns, right? Exactly. Right? You want him to right, but then you don't. But have I couldn't enough. really afford not to have a non-producing employee within the company, right? And you he's know, probably only doing. I mean, he's probably working, but right. I've, he probably had enough time to do other stuff too. Not right. just 100 percent right. Well, it, you know, and not to not to say that that you know the YouTube efforts weren't fruitful. Right. You know, my YouTube channel has sold over three million dollars in the past five years wow yeah so, so yeah it's worth it oh yeah so it is definitely like 
one I stopped doing trade shows and all those money that wasting, time wasting, energy yeah. wasted things. That, yeah. And I I I threw everything in on social media, TikTok. I've got over I've got over twenty seven hundred followers on TikTok. No you know, we've got we've got over six hundred and fifteen followers subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. You know, I'm not a, I'm not in the thousands or anything like that. But oh, like I said, no. I'm I'm sitting here thinking about it and I'm like, man. And your stuff's getting in front of people who are looking at it. And yeah. You're marketing to the right, right people. I'm marketing to the right people. Right. You know, you, would, you, would you rather take 600 people who want to right. buy a pond exactly. as opposed to right. 10,000 10, people who, who are, yeah, 10,000 people yeah. who aren't even in the, in, they're just scrolling through their phone yes. on Google and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. I'd rather have I'd rather have a thousand true fans yeah. than a million followers, yeah, 100%. or or a million a population of a million people to market to. Right. Because those thousand people, you know, if you've ever read uh, Seth Godin's Tribe, uh, he wrote a book called Tribe, and he said that you can be more impactful in a market with a thousand true followers than you can with with marketing agencies yeah. to a million to a population of one million yeah and that i truly 100 percent believe that yeah because you're in front of decision makers right you're not in front of people who are just looking right. at content consuming. right yeah it makes sense you know and i also didn't start youtube to i'm not trying to be logan paul i'm not trying right. to be mr beast or anything like right. that you know right. i use youtube because number one a lot of people that buy from me, they buy because of who I am, my energy, my passion, my, you know, all yeah. of my creativity and stuff like that. And people see that when, when they actually meet with me. So that's a personality that I want to promote on YouTube. And right. number two, it, it's, it's a portfolio for my it's work. It's a visual thing. It is. Yeah. 100%. There's you, the blog that looks like a beaver gnawed at it. Right. I mean, you can't explain. I can't you explain can. that on radio. You can't. I mean, we, we kind <laughs> yeah, of did a little right. bit, right? But, <laughs> but it's different when you see it. Right. Exactly. Oh, it is 100% it in your backyard. It, yes. Yeah. 100% a thing. And that's what it is. So, so, so back to Daniel thinking about how I can do it. And, you know, I started thinking about, um, my beginning. Like, how did I get into this position in the first place? Mm. You know, I'm really good at content, gathering content. I just don't know how to edit it. Mm. And I'm sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, how many other pond builders? Because there are other master pond builders in the world. There's like 450 master pond builders in the in the world. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So so I'm sitting here thinking that, about like that's a lot smaller of a group than I thought. Right. But also that's a lot bigger than I would have thought too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so but that. so like just just thinking about that. Yeah. And uh, just you know like man, I can't be the only one. I'm I'm actually one of the younger ones. Like I'm probably the un, the oldest young guy. Gotcha. In the pond building game, there are a lot of older guys. Yeah. But like, how many of those older guys know how to edit? Oh no. Like how many? How many? Yeah. Very. How few. many of them were in the same position I was before? You know, when I hired that that other marketing company right. that just needs somebody to edit their stuff. Right. And not only that. But needs to find because you can find editors on Upworks.com, right? And you could pay somebody, you know, three dollars an hour from Sri Lanka and and, and stuff like that. But right. but there's nobody knows what we do, right? Unless you know what we do, you right? Know what I'm saying it's the experience it's, part. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and here you go. I have an I have a trained true editor, right? Who knows how to edit for ponds. Right. And for pond so builders, niche right into it. Niche, that's right perfect. Into it. That makes so much. So sense. he came back on. I was like, "Hey, come back on Monday. I, I got an idea. I'm yeah. going to pitch it to you. I got an idea." And uh, he comes in and and he's like, "All right, what's up?" And I was like, "Let's start a marketing company." And he's like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, you and me. Let's start a marketing company." I was like, "We've got four. There's 450 pond, master pond builders in the world right now. Yep. How many of them need these services?" 
Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. And like immediately the, like the four guys that I, that I told you about first four clients. Wow. Plus Aquascapes. Wow. So Aquascapes actually pays Atlas. It's not like I'm I'm the owner of Atlas, so right. I get all my marketing stuff for free. Right. Aquascapes is Michiana. Yeah, it is. It's right. 100% separate. And in order to be a good business person, you have to know when to keep those lines separate. Right. You know, it, it could be very easy that, that you know, Aquascapes gets its marketing done for free from Atlas because, you know, I'm, I'm the owner. That's, that's right. how that works. But that's not, no. that doesn't pay my, my employees' paycheck. Right, Aquascapes needs to pay for its for its market. So the same amount of money, actually a little bit well, more. Now you were going to be spending that on the other. Market well, yeah, exactly. Companies. I already right. had so it are, budgeted in. Right. Yeah, exactly. I already had that. Why not shift it? Exactly, and you're that's what it was. One more loop too. Exactly. Right? Instead of paying for your lilies that you're propagating. Yeah. You know now you propagate them. Right. Instead of having marketing, I mean, you, yeah, it, yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. All, that's so cool. So uh, this year it went up a little bit because we're doing a little bit more short form stuff. You know, uh, getting into yeah. Facebook Reels. Facebook Reels monetized and, oh, and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, Facebook Reels and Instagram Reels monetized. So we're trying to we're trying to do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, but but that's it. Is is Aquascapes is Atlas's biggest client, and I at the time I was paying the exact same I was going to pay that that marketing company, and that is I mean that and a twenty thousand dollar credit card <laughs> is exactly how we started Atlas Digital. <laughs> like I mean I told I looked at Daniel and I go, dude, you need to be as specific as possible because I don't know anything about your world, mm. but I need to know exactly what you need to get this started. Mm. Because I can't, I can't just go to the bank and borrow a hundred thousand dollars. Like we need to do this as minimalistically as humanly possible. Right. So you know, we we got him a, I got him a a really good computer. I was going to last him. It was a custom build computer specifically for editing. Got him nice. a nice monitor, all that kind of stuff, and and started paying for his internet. You know, and it's one hundred percent remote. Wow. Yeah. yeah so there, we why, don't have an office. Need, why, why would you need an In today's world. day and age yeah. after COVID? Yeah, we don't need no office. Yeah. Like, so, so things started going well. So, like I said, the five clients right off the bat. Aquascapes Michiana, Pondering Waters, 4D Exterior Scapes, uh, Cody Gilstrap, uh, 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 River Rock, Water Gardens. Um, and then we also added uh, a Texas company, uh, Hunter, uh, Aqua Springs, Texas. Down in down in Houston. Wow! Yeah, first five clients right there. Wow! And um, started doing that, and we actually got enough. Like, hey, I want social media. And started adding that. Too. Started adding that too. Yeah. And Daniel was doing everything by himself. Cause like I'm building ponds, like I can't, I can't, I can't help yeah. him out with anything. So you're getting the clientele. He's doing the. We're getting, yeah, right, exactly. Somebody. So we got to the point where Daniel pulls me pulls me out or comes to my house and has a meeting with me. He goes, look, I can't. Too much. Too much. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Thank you. Thanks for telling me now. Yeah. And uh, one of my wife's best friend, she uh, she's a blogger. She's got like 15,000 followers on Instagram. I said this earlier and yep. stuff like that. Yep. She's always like, I always knew that once we were at that point, that is who I was. Oh, I was. Cool. Bring, oh, yeah. 100%. I already knew. She was working at Target. Her husband was a 20-year veteran. Wow. Yeah, twenty year veteran from the Marines. He he retired a master sergeant, and wow. when he retired after twenty years, he basically like tagged her and said, "You're it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm stay at home it. dad now. <laughs> you, you go get a job." <laughs> I've been through it. Right. Exactly. Right. Like I am done. Like yeah. this elbow, that elbow, this knee, all replacements. I I am not working anymore. I am yeah. done. Yeah. And uh, so he retired from the Marines, and she went and got a job at Target and stuff like that. And like I could see her just 
beating herself up every single day and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I had brought it up a couple times and uh, ha ha Chris, you know, cause on top of my wife being her best friend, like she, I've known her since, since high school, like right. we grew up together right. and, uh, and like, I've always seen her. So her, her tag is the little Cardinal. Okay. So if you ever want to, if you guys ever want to check her out, it's the little Cardinal on Instagram and, and Facebook. And she writes blogs and does brand deals and, and does brand promotion and all that kind of stuff. Very cool. And uh, just been, been talking to her and stuff like that. And hey, Ellen, you know, you, you just need to quit dealing with Target and retail stuff. You just need to come work for me. Just come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And uh, she'd resist. Well, obviously that wore down after. And finally, I'll, I'll never remember. I was, I was driving back. We were doing a 125-foot pondless waterfall out up in Grand Grand Beach, Michigan. Okay. And um, she calls me. She doesn't ever call me. <laughs> it's always like a text message or something like that. Right. She never calls me. So I'm like, mm. What's this about? Hello? She's like, Chris, I got to talk to you. I was like, is my wife and kids okay? <laughs> She's like, yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Just, whew, just wanted to make sure. Because if anybody was going to call me about that, she, that, would, she be. would have been the one to call yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So so like, I was like, all right, cool. What's up? She goes, I hate it. I'm out of here. I, I want done with this. She's like, does that job offer still stand? I was like, yeah, sure. That It's been a standing offer ever since. So she's like, I'm done. I was like, okay. So we brought her on and she's, wow. and like, we've, we've gained... I think we've tripled our client, our client base. Wow! Just just by bringing her on, just doing social media, and like she's she's been um, she's been doing all my for YouTube. So Daniel does all the video. He does the thumbnail. Okay. And what he does is he'll upload the thumbnail on a video to YouTube, and then Ellen will come in in the after hit after he's done at the time. And she does keywords, all the tags, bio. the titles, the keywords, yeah. the descriptions, all of this stuff. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So so they're tag teaming. He's oh. doing what he's really good at. Yep. Daniel's crushing at what he's doing. And yep. Ellen's doing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Creative writing. That's that's her big thing. That's what she went to school for. That's all super that stuff, helpful. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It's, Man, I, when I'm looking at tr- trying to take an idea and turn it into an email and send it to someone, it takes me so long. Oh, so long. I'm like, I know what I want to say. I can never type it out. Yeah. Right. I'm mean, like, oh, I sound like. Right. Right. So stupid. Right. <laughs> well, and like since she, oh, so she she has a background in creative, you know, like here I am. Like I'm I'm one of those guys like if there's a tool out there you can use to help yeah. you with your job, use Do it. it. Right. Don't 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 try and be, you know, oh, I'm too good for that. Don't don't be vain. Don't be prideful. Do it. Right. You know, and uh so I I made the mistake of suggesting Zapier and GTP. Oh no! Chat. <laughs> she wasn't about it. <laughs> she was not. Yeah. So, Until about three weeks into the job, then she started doing. It? Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, she. I don't know if I'm she's. Sure she maybe. But yeah. she. She texted me because, like I said, text message. Phone yeah. calls are serious. Text message or, yeah. or you know, just asking questions. Ideas, goes, thoughts. Yeah. So what was the name of the AI you were <laughs> you were suggesting? <laughs> I was like oh, Zapier and and GTP chat. Yeah. And she's like. I might, I might give them a try. I yeah. was like, why? What's going on? She's like, oh, nothing. Just running out of ideas in this brain. I was like, yeah, go for it, yeah. you know? Well, and the, it can give you at least the, the body. Right. And then you can flesh it out if you want. Right, to. exactly. Yeah. So you know? Idea I, dude, I have, I have done that. I've done that. So we got a couple clients, and, and like they wanted to like, hey, I need to work on my tagline. And this was before Ellen came out, and Daniel was like, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not me. 
Yeah. Like Daniel can't even spell correctly most of the time. <laughs> and, and sometimes I have to pre-watch all of my YouTube videos. So when he puts up the you know the anagrams yeah. on the word, got to make sure everything's spelled out correctly <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll I'll actually make that a mistake on purpose because it gets people to comment in the comments. Yeah. Hey, this said something yeah, wrong. Right, yeah. exactly. Dude, that's master marketing. Uh, right well, there. Yeah. So uh, when you so. Uh, if you know anything about uh, about waterfalls and stuff like that, the top of, of our pond or our waterfall, that's a waterfall basin okay. that starts the waterfall coming in. Okay. Um, and then we also have something called wetland construction or constructed wetland filters okay. for bigger ponds. That's how we keep them clear. It's it basically we construct a wetland filter. But they're out. two very, very different things. Okay. And if you know, you know. If you don't, eh, whatever. Right. But uh, he accidentally called a waterfall, a, wa- a waterfall basin, you know, the start of a waterfall, a wetland filter. <laughs> Dude, I got like 50 comments <laughs> and like 3,000 views off that one video because he accidentally called it a wetland. I was just oh, like- Oh, it ticked people off. Wow. That's They're awesome. like, you know that's not a wetland, right? And I just I just re- replied to every single one. And, yep. Yep. Sorry. Our bad. My bad. Yeah. yeah. But it got people- It got people- it, The comments it, really got moving. It got comments moving. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's cool. so so that's the thing for all you YouTubers out there. If yeah, you make uh, mistakes, make a mistake. Yeah. And own it. Still own it. Don't yeah, yeah don't no, argue with people because yeah. people are gonna oh, support you in the comments. Yeah. yeah. But yep, sorry, totally, totally that is supposed to say something else. My bad, you know. Yeah. But yeah, but like that was that was one of the things that that's we discovered so on accident. Just yeah. because Daniel yeah. made a mistake. Like we actually now you know, do it purposely. Do it on purpose. Yeah, that's what we're doing. right here, right there, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. that's so cool. That's so cool. That's smart. That's spell smart. yeah, spell Aquascapes and Michiana wrong next time. Right. Well, and that's the experience part, right? That's the experience part that mm-hmm. you get with working with Atlas, right? Because you've done this so many times, as right. opposed to like, right? You know. We've done it right. We've done it wrong. We've right. you know all that kind of and stuff. That's how you learn. I think in the past thirty days, we've got over a hundred thousand views. Wow. On our oh, yeah, 100,000 views on our channel and uh I think we've got uh 300 watch hours. Wow. Past 30 days. Wow. And Dude, that's only going to grow. Yeah. That's only going to yeah. grow. That's the thing. It's uh, 30 days ago we had we had just over 400 400 subscribers. Wow. And, and today plus. Yeah, yeah 615 plus. Dude, that's so cool. So, just yeah. Yeah. And that's just And that's the consistency, the it, word. Yeah. That's it, what it is with the podcast. Is right. this consistency yep. putting it in you yep. start to see it explode. Right. And yeah. that and that's it. It, yeah. it it takes a minute. Um, it's not you know, happen overnight. Right. No. Yeah, you, know, you just got to continue right. it. Right. Well, and the, and the thing is it's it's a it's a it's more of a checklist than anything else cuz you can make the greatest you know you could you could bob ross this painting right. but if you're not if you're not following the algorithm right or doing the research on what youtube's it's doing you know cool. the tags the titles the descriptions lost. and all that stuff yeah um, it could be the best freaking painting ever it could be the best content in the world right. gone lost yeah nobody will see it right there's so much content. Yeah. There all there's so much bullcrap content oh. terrible content out there but they yeah. did everything else right like, that gets a million views yeah. and it's just yeah, yeah. That's, That's right. Yeah. So, I've, yeah, we've we I went viral a couple times on on TikTok. Really, snowplow. Oh, really, <laughs> really. That's what you really just complaining about people in my on in my. So it was I think it was like 2017, 2018, and uh, just you know, I'd just be in the truck and just throw throw my. 
throw my phone up, just be yeah. bored, just driving around talking and, you know, talking about crappy drivers in front of me and, and, yeah. you know, crappy people, you know, I had a guy, I had a guy, uh, I was plowing the neighborhood and stuff like that. And like, he started throwing snowballs at my truck. What? Cause he had just plowed, he had just, he had just snow yeah, blowed his you. driveway and I pushed everything up. Okay. And I've had guy. I've, I've got a TikTok on there where it's got a guy who's literally blocking my plow. From pushing him, because him, he's in a cul-de-sac, okay, and his yard is the only place we could put snow, and uh, that's part of living in in Elkhart County. Yeah, is like that's part of it. Like, we are allowed to push it, bro. It was like so it, yeah, it was like he chained himself to his mailbox and stuff like no, that. Like, you what? can't, you can't put that here, and I'm not moving. All right, cool. Yeah. I just lifted my blade up, put it in reverse, and just let, but like I, that TikTok went viral. No, yeah, way. yeah, oh, it was freaking nuts. <laughs> well, like, oh, you got Katia Snowplow. That's the viral content right there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I am not interested in yeah. anymore. <laughs> I was, you know, we, we, I used to do big commercial accounts and stuff like that. It's like yeah. I said, there's, there's no money in it anymore. Yeah, can I ask you a question? Like, um, we're gonna go sure. way back. How'd you get into like you're doing all these different things? And I feel like it stemmed from one, from you stepping out and going the unconventional route because not everyone owns a business, and you are now owning and running multiple different facets yeah. of a business. How did that process? Uh, so b- before 2012, I was actually a union rep. Okay. I was working in the factories. I worked at Bull Moose Tube. We did structural steel tubing. I was okay. a union rep, worked on the line. You know, I punched in, punched out, shift work, all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, my stepmom was a master gardener. Okay. She's actually the one that started Aquascapes of Michiana. I didn't start Aquascapes of Michiana. Okay. So, and her and my younger brother started Aquascapes of Michiana, and another guy, um, He's also I, I'm not going to say his name, but he's a he's a he's a local he's a local quote unquote pawn builder. Okay. He's more of a scam artist that likes to scam a whole bunch of pe- you know old people a lot of money and stuff like that. Does a terrible job and yeah yeah. There's so a, he gives us a bad name. I remember you talking how that's a that's actually a common thing in this industry. It really is. Yeah yeah. Which Guys is not doing it right and, and yeah. yeah. But yeah so that yeah so you your your stepmom started. my stepmom did it. Okay yeah, she started it. And wow. she started Oxygen Michiana, and uh, um, so did my dad. It's 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 a long, sad story. Um, I don't know if it's appropriate for for your podcast, but yeah. long story short, whatever you feel like, yeah, saying, yeah, I think I need to get it out at this point in 2023. Yeah. So um, Sherry, Sherry, my stepmom, and my dad started Oxygen Michiana, and my younger brother Justin was was kind of he was going to be the person who took it over eventually and stuff yeah. like that. He was supposed to be me. Okay. And um that the guy that I'm talking about, um, the guy I was talking about that that scam. he's this mm-hmm. the scam guy. He substance abuse issues, alcoholism, all that kind of, that's what it all stemmed from. Great artist. As far as an artist goes, really great. He knew where to place rocks. He knew he knew how to how to do all of that kind of stuff. But uh but just didn't the other side of everything. He didn't know what a dollar, you know, what a dollar actually, you know, he had like five baby mamas and yeah. six kids and, you know, all those kind yeah. of things. And uh, the guy just, my dad was always the money. My dad, my dad was a, was a, was an engineer on the railroad and my dad was always, I'm the money. I don't work in the business. I'm just the money. Sherry runs the business, you know, Justin and that other guy 
work in the business. Right. And uh, some things were said, some things were done, and Justin ended up committing suicide. Oh, wow. He unalived himself. Um, Sorry, man. Yeah, it was about 20, it was 2015. It was the kid they found in the Elkhart River had to shut down the the soccer match at, at Elkhart High School. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. That was him. Wow. And uh, so obviously that happened. Yeah. And, um, oh, that's tough. Yeah. That, that was really tough. Well, come to find out some things weren't true that were being said by the other guy. Hmm. Um, he ended up, we ended up, I ended, when I came on, I ended up figuring out that he was stealing from us. Wow. He stole about $25,000. Wow. And, you know, he'd say that he was doing this job and he'd be punched in doing this job. Right. But yeah, he was doing side work for somebody else on the other side of town. Right. And nobody was, nobody was, nobody caught it. Nobody was checking wow. it. Wow. And Justin, my younger brother, was trying to tell my dad wow. and my stepmom about this and they didn't believe him. You know, my, uh, Justin had had some some drug issues. Yeah, you know, mainly pot. Like now, today, now nobody would care. Right. But you know, back, back then, then twenty twelve, yeah, I mean, that was that was a thing. You right. know, and Colorado um, just made it legal. Like, right, just it was like a right. A it was just thing. a new thing. Everything. Yeah. So at that point, you know, he he tried saying it, but you know, with his past and his history, you know, they, they never believe believed him. him. They didn't believe him. The other guy, he was a, like he was a con man. Yeah, he he, was he a knew. Talker. Oh yeah, he knew. Yeah. And um, so that happened. Sherry just couldn't do it anymore. My dad came to me, and uh, he he just said, "Hey, this is a family business. I need family running it." Wow, you need to you need to quit your job and you need to come 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 help me run this because yeah. I can't run it by myself. And that's always been my dad's dream is is having a a, a father son business. Yeah. Um. So I did. I was like, all right, cool. I bought I bought fully in. I quit. I I started doing this full time. Um. I had already had two kids at, at that point, making no money. I was making like two hundred bucks a week. Uh, two hundred bucks a week. Oh gosh. Like it was, it was, yeah. You're scraping. Oh man, we were scraping by. Yeah. But with me being in position, you know, I'm I'm a salesperson. Right. You know, I can I could sell I can sell ketchup popsicle to a to woman going to church in white gloves. But uh, <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah. Right. I love that though. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, once I got in into it and started, you know, obviously Sherry was going through the grieving process and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like she was done. Yeah, 100%. She She's was she was clocked she out. was ready to be done. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, not to get into so me and my father also had we had some disagreements on the way business should be ran, yeah. you know. Uh things like that. He was more in it. He was more into the business as as far as personal gain rather than than the company's gain. Mm-hmm. I I'm in the business. Yeah, I get paid a salary, but yeah. I I get paid a salary. You know, yeah. everything that I make that we make as far as profit goes goes right back into the business. That's how I buy new trucks. That's how I get that's how I get my guys raises. That's how I get that awesome shirt that you're wearing right, right. now. You know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, you know, I make a salary. I make enough money that supports supports my family, pays, you know, pays their bills. I'm not I drive a two thousand I drive a two thousand eight or a 2005 GMC Sierra diesel, yeah. a single cab. Like it's not like I'm driving Balling. a Cadillac Escalator or anything like that. But I, right. I'm also that person. I, I, right. I live humbly. Right. So, you know, so everything. He, my dad was just more of, well, how much profit can I take out of the business? Mm. You know, every single month. And it's like, whoa, wait a second. You can't. 
yeah. you can't per, you can't project anything by doing that. You can't you can't like right. there were many times to where we quote unquote split profit because like I said, I was making two hundred dollars a week, yeah, and whatever we made in profit that month, which usually accumulated to like maybe two grand, twenty five hundred bucks. So I was like making twenty eight hundred bucks a month, right? Whereas you know my dad was making ten thousand dollars, twelve thousand dollars a month, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. So so, but that's what it all it it just ultimately it just it became about money. Right. It became about profit. It didn't beca- it wasn't about running a business and growing a successful business and having the longevity. Right. It was the short term. Yeah. How much can I make right now? How much can I make right now? Yeah. That makes sense. So and then after after the thing with Justin and, and all that, Sherry and my dad ended up getting a divorce. Yeah. And uh that Sherry weighs heavy. I can't Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, you know, the I'm sure I'm sure some people would say there's some blame on both sides, but for the most part, it was it was it was my dad's fault, uh, in my in my opinion. But uh, but, um, you know, when she left in our operators agreement, when I came on, Sherry had the you know, Sherry's portion of the business. I own 30 percent. My dad owned 34. Sherry owned 36. Okay, And it wasn't. Gary and Sherry owned 70 percent accumulatively. No, like they were it was specified. She Gary Yaks owns thirty four percent. Right. Sherry Yaks owns thirty six percent. So their their portions were theirs. It was spe- t- together. Right. They own seventy percent. But but separately. So that way, when we did have to make decisions, our percentages represented our vo- our votes. Right. So and Sherry and I, and at the end, towards the end, Sherry and I were in agreement that we we're trying to build something. For longevity, we weren't just doing this to make to, to make a whole bunch of money and whatnot. Right. So her and I would just we would run the business, and Dad would just well we need to break it a vote. Okay, cool. 30 percent votes this way, thirty six votes that way, thirty four percent this way votes the other way. Right. Okay, cool. Majority rule. Blah blah blah. Right. We just basically did it by the book. But in our operators' agreement, when Sherry decided to sell, she had to give us six months' notice that she was selling. Okay, and she got to pick. Who, who she sold it to. Wow. It, it wasn't, she didn't have to sell it to the highest bidder. And I remember we were sitting there in July, we we're having our monthly, our monthly meeting. And um, she was like, hey, I just want to let you know, verbally and in writing, I, I am. Six months. I'm done. Six months. Here's my six months notice. Yeah. So my dad was like, oh, that's fine. Cool. Chris and I will, we'll buy it from you and we'll just split it between the two of us. And then I looked at my dad and I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to buy it myself. Hmm. And like I, I can understand that that felt like a betrayal on my dad, but the way things were going, I'm going into I'm skipping over a lot of yeah. fights and a lot of yeah, like knockdown dragouts. Yeah. But but ultimately, yeah, I was like, hey, I'm I'm buying her out myself. And he's like, that doesn't matter. If I offer her more money, she has to take my offer. And I'm like, no, that's that is not know. how it reads right here. She right. gets to pick. Right. And she looked at my dad and said, "I'm picking his. I'm giving it to Chris because he's he's going to be able to carry the mantle the way that it should be." Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I ended up buying her out. Um, I did pay her. We had a third party come in and actually Work do it fair, and, and yeah, did it fair, and I paid her a fair market value on it and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and then I ended up buying my dad out like two years later. Wow, he was ready to get out. Yeah. He, well, it was just it just made sense. It was one of those things that uh, there was a little bit of revenge in it, a little bit of hostility. But once I actually gained control of the business, I go, I just looked at him and look, I'm not, I'm not getting paid off profits anymore. I'm taking a salary. 
And I was like, I'm just going to tell you right now, I will make sure every single month that profit line says zero. Mm. You are not getting another dime. Mm. Um, because then after Sherry had been done, after Sherry sold, I also found out that not only was Scam Boy scamming, scamming, my dad was scamming. Yeah. My dad was bezzling money. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what your heart and yeah, exactly. That's my dad, man. Like you know, I my dad was my idol growing up. So there was a lot of change and a lot of things, but you know, ultimately, I think for me and my family specifically, that was the best. That was the best thing we could have done. Uh, Me and my dad still don't even we don't even talk today. And really, no, no, we don't. It's just yeah, and it's one hundred percent on him. You know, like. I always tell, I always tell everybody, I, well, I always tell him and I tell anybody else I talk to, like my kids are still his grandkids. I am never, ever, ever going to step in between him having a relationship. Cause like my son is his only grandson. He's the only grandson of the family. I'm the only boy in my generation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the only boy. My son is the only boy. My dad is the only boy. Right. So like, I'm not make that connection. right. Right. But he, he chooses not to. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, I, I can't really... What do you do with that? I can't. Yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing I can do. It's all on him. Yeah. And I've told him that many times. Like, dude, I will not... If you want to have if you want to have a relationship with your grandkids, go for it. Right. Go for it. That has nothing to do with you and I. That has nothing to do with what, 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 how our relationship has changed and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, I can't... I, I, I just... I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to do that to my kids. They deserve to know who their grandfather is, and he has chosen to do what he's done. Yeah. So, kind of sad. Uh, it's you, sad, you but hear that story. It's we. I mean, I right. hear that story all the time. Uh, not. Oh, not, I'm sure. Not from. You, you just hear it. It's that. Yeah. That's common. Like once business gets involved, it's hard to mix family. Oh, it really together. is. It just. It's weird. I will, can I tell you one story about your dad? Sure. That um, I remember. Yeah. So maybe more of a positive note. We all went out to breakfast. You, me, Joe Mel, and your dad. And oh. The first one that showed me uh, the Freemason sign when you. Oh yeah, hand, the handshake. The little, oh like, my Secret goodness. thing. Yeah. Your dad showed me that. I, I still. <laughs> that's like the one memory I have of your dad is, is him showing me how to do the secret Freemason hand sign. I'm like, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, he might get killed now. Yeah, man. I know. Now it's out. I, did I say that? Oh, did, I meant the uh, scammer oh, showed me how to. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I might but, get killed. I might be no, dragged no, over no, the. Good. Who knows what? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so so you then take over the business. Yep. And this is like 2016, 2017. So this is 2016. And that's 2015, when we collided, 2016. Basically, yeah. that is, around then. I mean, right, right as that then. was going wow. on is okay. when you and I met. Okay. I knew some of the story, but I didn't know all of it. So, so yeah. 20, so in 2016, this is kind of where I diverge into the whole social media influencer thing. Yes. Um, so, like, our industry's huge social media influencer, his name's Greg Woodstock. Okay. It's Greg Woodstock, the pond guy. Okay. And uh, he owns a company called Aquascape Inc. Okay. And uh, it's my my product manufacturer. He owns a company that pr- produces that all of the Aquascape. all of the pond products that I buy, you yeah. know, Biofall. Your distributor. Basically. Yeah, ba- yeah. No, I actually have a different distributor, but okay. they're the manufacturer. They're they're the top of the food chain. Yeah. And Greg saw a vision for he built Logan Paul's pond. No way. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. yeah. In his old house. I got pictures of it. That was actually uh the the QR code 
That that yeah, yeah that the, the picture that's behind my thing off the dot card. That's the Logan Paul. Yeah, that's the Logan no Paul way. pod. So I think uh, I so think cool. Machine Gun Kelly and and Megan Fox own that house now. No, so it's they the have one that's in California because then look the one in California, like yeah, Puerto Rico, and then also has a ranch somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's who hard to keep what, up with them. Yeah, who knows but what. Greg saw the power of so well, he was the original one that saw the power of of social media in 2015 mm. and started doing it and. Not gonna sit here and say that that I'm copying him because I'm yeah. definitely not. No, but, you're doing nothing. But I understand. You see I understand. I see what he was talking about. Yeah, and I'm doing it in my own way, right. which I'm sure Greg probably won't agree with 100. That's okay. But I also don't have a multi-million dollar company that I can. But also, you're doing it where then he is surrounded by other people who are not doing it. So I yeah. think he probably appreciates that. Right. I'm sure. You know, maybe it's not the same way that he's doing it, but yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, so we've got we've got we've got Greg Woodstock, the pawn guy. He's he's the big the big influencer, and then we've also got my favorite, uh, Ed the Pawn Professor. Okay, awesome dude. And his name is Ed Ballou. He's the vice president of Aquascaping, but he's also a uh, uh, a studier. He's a scientist in freshwater systems. Oh wow! So that's like his thing. So like when he when he starts talking. It's all about phytoplankton and ecology and how, you know, this algae mixes with this and then these phytoplankton come in and together they form Captain Planet. That's so cool. But like he's like, but like that's that's his thing. Oh, that's why he's the professor. Yeah. Knowledge base. I've done so, I've done a lot of projects with Ed. Like Ed calls me regularly, like, hey, I got this project going on over here in Chicago. Do you want to come? Yeah. You want to come help me out with it? I'm like, I'm there, dude. That's yeah, yeah let's do it. But uh, just one of the coolest I have tried. Just one of the coolest, levelest headed, never gets mad kind yeah. of a guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I've tried. I have tried making him mad. I have, <laughs> I have tried like poking. And him I'm and really fun. good at doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I can get Greg's goat really Poke quick. Oh yeah. So, so one of the things I do on Greg. Here I'll pull I'll pull up the picture and I'll I'll show it to the camera when I do it. Um, but one of the things Greg has this. You know what a Bubba cup is? Yes. So you all right? So you know what a Bubba is? So Greg has a Bubba, and uh, so like I was talking about uh, water water garden expo, we have another one that's for Aquascape Inc. specifically, and it is called Pondemonium. Okay. And Greg ha- always has this freaking Bubba cup. That he uh, that he's carrying around and, and stuff. I'm sorry, I'm talking slow because I'm I'm trying to yeah, find it. Find Trevor, yeah. So anytime he leaves his Bubba cup around, okay. uh, be, uh, I always hide it. Show it to the camera real quick. So it's like way yeah, up here. in the rafters, yeah. basically. Yeah. So that's how you had. So that's that's where uh, Anthony Hobbs hangs his deer <laughs> to do field dressing and whatnot. And uh, that's so he left his Bubba cup. And I, yeah, and he I threw it, it way up, up in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah. so like, so at Pondemonium, I also did one. Here, let's see if I can find the video. That's hilarious. Oh, dude, it's freaking funny. So you just mess with them. Oh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. So, but I've never been able to get Ed. Ever right. and I have tried. I have quit trying because I really like Ed. But yeah, not to say that I, I don't like. You don't want to bully him? No, <laughs> right? No, I don't, don't want to bully. But Greg, game on. Really? Oh yeah, we hid, we hid, we hide his Bubba every single chance we get. <laughs> and he's just there's a video on TikTok. If you guys go on my TikTok and search through my videos, there is a video of him at Pandemonium. He left it on a table where everybody was kind of kind of around, and in the background there's this huge 
water fountain waterfall thing that we did a couple years prior and i took it and i hit it on top of the the fountain water feature no way. that we did and like you in the video you see him walking by and he walks over the table he's like Where's the bubba at? I left my bummy here. Like he's got his hand in his pocket, walking around. And like he's going over to his vice president, you know, the vice president of the company, and uh, not Ed, but somebody else, and uh, and, and Colleen, she's the president of the company. He's like, hey, I left. Have you guys seen my bubba? What's going on? And like one of my buddies, Damien, is just sitting back in the chair. He's just like <laughs> filming the whole thing as it's yeah. going, even to the point where he actually found it. And that's awesome. <laughs> but like, I hit it, and me and Cody Gilstrap, we just went to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, we weren't even. Can't even be there to like break the thing, right? Oh, that's great. But yeah, it's it's there's definitely a, a camaraderie and and uh, um, oh you yeah you you punk you. Yeah. He's an older guy. I think he's I think he's in his early fifties now. But yeah, yeah, he's definitely. That's fun. Yeah, I'm definitely the young whippersnapper and and yeah, giving yeah. them a little hard oh, time. The yeah. prankster. Oh right? yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's wild. So as you start taking over this business, 2015, 2016, you start pushing the social media, and are you seeing like substantial gains? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. When when we were first when we first did when we first started um, like the first year that I actually kept track of what we were doing business wise. Today, I would have to say we're about 10 times more. Wow. And like I said, our social media, our social media sold $3 million in work in the past five years. Wow. So that's, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. And before that five years, I would probably say maybe 200,000 okay. before that point. Yeah. But there was really, there was definitely a point to where yeah, it they, took off. Yeah. You know, I to see results. For exactly. Me. I don't have a lot of subscribers. I, I don't know why I don't have a lot of subscribers on YouTube, but yeah, like, go and subscribe right now. But, but the thing is, is I got a hundred thousand views in 28 days. Yeah. Like, people are watching my stuff. Right. You know, um, right. That's the way different. Right. Emails are blowing up, especially right now because we're just about to start up the season, like actually getting pond, people's ponds cleaned yeah. and ready for the season and get them started up and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I was in the office yesterday, I'd, I had a couple meetings. Early in the morning, and I got back into the office. I had like five emails for for requests to work. Wow! Just hey, I got a water feature. Saw your name. Saw your social media. Saw yeah. your you know whatever. See what you're doing. See what you're doing. Hey, I want you to come out and and either fix my stuff because somebody else, scammy guy, right? Did did scam me, right. and I need it fixed. Or hey, this pond's like 25 years old. Yeah. You know, and I I need a I need it rebuilt and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so. Update on it. So yeah, so as far as that, like getting past the whole the whole Sherry and and my and my dad thing, really allowed me to kind of blossom. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of yeah. Blossom is yeah. is it's the word manly as that sounds right there. But yeah, it, it allowed me to actually grow into myself and actually you know now I had nothing holding me back and yeah. now I have now I know what I'm doing I know where I number one I know what I'm doing as far as building ponds right you have the experience kind of you've I have done the experience it. yeah I know where I'm going and I'm going yeah and it just allowed me to to create avenues off of that and I'm I'm also ADD as crap yeah so it's like squirrel hey, marketing company bow god yeah. see ya yeah yeah that sounds good we'll do that you know or or yeah. you know the travel the travel job squirrel okay cool sounds yeah. looks like I'm going to California to do this yeah to do this so yeah. just kind of being able to have your head on a swivel you know and seeing yeah. I, I think one of the biggest things that a lot of business owners do is they get set in their ways they get 
tunnel vision, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And they just put their head down and they just go forward. And, you know, if you actually look up, you'll see all of these different opportunities around you. And, right. and you know, I, and I understand that, that a lot of it is, you know, resources and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, banks failing nowadays. I know, <laughs> so, you know, capital starting, you know, lendable capital starting to dry up and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, I've always I've always been a huge I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a Dave Ramsey fan, you yeah. know, and I lived the Dave Ramsey life because 100 percent. Well, I you said not. you had a twenty thousand dollar credit card. Exactly. Right there. You're right out. Right freaking there. Dave so yeah. but I definitely understand his his logic. philosophy. I'm not going to say his philosophy because there are a okay. lot of things in his philosophy. It's like, bro, I'm not going to sit here and eat rice for three years so I can go so I can go debt free. Like, I am not doing that. Like, I, <laughs> I live to eat, not eat to live. Like, if you you don't just. Yeah. Get to kill exactly. Yeah, I killed. will die. <laughs> but you know, but I can definitely see his logic. Yeah. Like having no debt makes sense, right? One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And one of the things it that, you that up so much, right? Well, one of the things I like to do is is I like to get my businesses back to cash, to being a cash business mm. as fast as humanly possible. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I don't make. Three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a year, even though I own the company and we're making the profits that I could do that stuff. I'm not going to right. because it needs to go back into the business so the business can grow. Right. Because at some point, so one of the one of the downfalls, if we want to get down, get into the downfalls of being the Hoosier Pond guy and and having that moniker and being that fame is a sarcophagus in in some aspects. Mm. Because anytime I sell a job, guess who they're expecting to do the job? You. Hundred percent. So my best attribute also becomes my biggest yeah. hurdle. Yeah. Of well, I thought you were doing the job. Yeah. Well, you can't afford for me to do the job. <laughs> well, but that's not. But but that's you're. Not but that's not. Yeah, that's not. That's not what your YouTube says. Yeah. Well, my YouTube doesn't say that. First off. Right. But but yeah. But there's that. There's that, that. There. Yeah. There's that expectation that you're Chris Yax. You're the Hoosier Pond guy. And I almost. Uh, it's gotten to the point to where, I, if I wanted to, I could replace the Aquascapes of Michiana part. Hmm. I, it could just be Chris Yax, the Hoosier Pond guy, kind of right. like Greg Whitstock, the Pond guy, right. on social media. Right. I, I, I could. That's the brand. Yeah, the, that logo that you're wearing on your chest is synonymous with Hoosier Pond guy. With the Hoosier Pond guy, mm-hmm. and that's when they think the Hoosier Pond guy, they think Aquascapes of Michiana. When they think Aquascapes of Michiana, they think of the Hoosier Pond guy. Right. So that's another thing, and I've kind of try. I've kind of spun it a little bit into an opportunity as well because now I can actually set two different level of pricing. Oh, nice! So do you, economy or premium? Right, basically, exactly. Right? Yeah, I'm seeing. And I actually had an example of that last year. That older older couple, and they were one of those couples that they didn't make a lot of money. Yeah, but when I went over to their house, you know how you know how you have those people. They don't make a lot of money, but they don't take care of their stuff. But then you also have those other people that have a lot of money, but everything they own is pristine. Yes. That was who they were. Okay. They didn't make a lot of money. But they had good but stuff. But everything was pristine. Everything yeah. was well taken care of. Their yeah. house, their vehicles, every, their yard, everything. Yeah. Everything was meticulous. Everything was well taken care of. They were people that I knew... I could I could leave it I could leave a water feature in their hands and they were going to take care of mm. it. 
and um, they didn't know me. They they Googled us, right? You know, it was just a Google search. They're not so they're older, right? They're in there. I think they're late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, they're, they're not YouTubers. They're not. Yeah, they they don't do that and all that kind of stuff. So. So whenever I'm doing a consultation, you know, I charge for my consultations. I charge 500 bucks for me to come out to your property and take a look at it and and, and talk to you quote. about it. Yeah. And give you a quote because my time's not free number 1. Number 2, it also is a pre-qualifier for people who are just trying to window shop. Yes. To see who does it the cheapest. Right. I don't. Right. I do not do it the cheapest. There's a thousand scammers. There are, there are a thousand landscape scammers. Yeah. Out there scammers out there that run landscapes companies that just think, "Oh, okay, dig a hole, put some liner in it." wheelbarrow the rock in don't stack it just whatever add some water and throw a little spitting fountain in there cool you're done yeah you know that kind of thing like there are plenty of people that i am quality right in construction there are three aspects there's quality Mm. there's time and there's money Mm -hmm. you only get to pick two Mm. my business model picked it for you quality right and time right sorry quality and time so that leaves the money part so it's going to cost more Right. And that's that's what it is. That is my business model. Right. So if you want cheap, do not call me. Right. But also, people don't understand that. So I also yes. charge a $500 consultation fee. That weeds it out. It weeds everybody out. So yeah. the people who are serious, people who I say that to and are like, bet. Then you're like, not uh, a problem. Okay. Let's schedule this. I really want to talk about it. Those are people that are actually serious about their project. They're actually serious about what we're doing. Right. You know? And, you know... If I go out, and here's the other thing I always tell everybody is is during that consultation, if you pay me 500 bucks, I get you a quote, and you're like, bet, say less, let's do it, let's get in your schedule. We 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 do the contracts, sign the contracts, I take 500 bucks off the top. That's nice. So it goes back into the project. It goes right back into the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it becomes, if, if I end up doing work, yeah, if I end up doing work for them, it becomes a free consultation. Yes. It is 100% to, to not waste my time. Yeah. If you're if you're getting 50 different bids and you're going to pick whoever's cheapest, at least I got 500 bucks went towards me talking team. to you for two hours, mm-hmm. telling you all about all of this, because right. like I said, niche market, people don't know a lot about this. Sharing and knowledge. then going back, oh my God, that's a huge thing that happens. Yeah. So many people are just there to pick my brain. Really? Oh yeah, hundred percent, and they're shameless about it. One hundred percent, they're just asking question after question after question, and and by a certain point, you're just like, okay, you're just trying to figure out how you can do. It you're yourself. just trying to figure out how you can do this yourself. Yeah, and I'll look at people, and I'm like, you do realize I put together DIY projects, right? Yeah, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, I'll actually do all of the calculations. I'll I'll figure up how many boulders you need. I'll figure up all of the materials. I'll give it to you. And you can buy them from me. I'll deliver them to your house. So you have everything. Literally, the only thing you're missing is the labor, which is you. Wow. And like, we'll do that. Yeah. But. Why not? Yeah. That right. Makes sense. It's just another way. Right. But like I said, I digress after about 30 minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> talking to these people, you know, come to just come to find out that that me building the water feature the way I would build it, the grandioso way. Um, just wasn't in their budget, mm. but I have two. I had two guys at the time that that could handle this project, right. and that's what I did. And I just looked at him. I was just I'm totally honest, totally transparent. I was like, "Look, you can't afford for me to do this project." Right. I was like, "But here's the thing. I got two guys that can do the project. Mm. Aquascapes of Michiana is still going to do your work. 
It's just not. You're still. Yeah, you're still going to get. You're still going to get the the one year craftsmanship warranty. You're still going to get all the right product. It's going to be built correctly. I'll have some direction. Exactly. Right, but it's not right. Me, hundred percent. I'm not going to be here actually stacking the boulders and all the stuff. My guys are going to do it. Right, and they did a great job. Yeah. And that'll be one of the, that's one of the YouTube videos that'll be coming out this year. I'm about a year behind. Okay. So, yeah, so much content. So much content. What, what goes into that? Like, okay, I'm, I'm, we're going, I love this. <laughs> I love this so Squirrel. much. Squirrel. I know. And hey, we're going to have to do like, like another podcast, another podcast, <laughs> another podcast. It's great. But like, what goes into, um, yeah, just like the, the content creation. I mean, you have three, two, three GoPro, two GoPros. You got all the stuff in there. What's the thought process behind you go to the job site? Are you filming everything or so, what are you doing? So Daniel and I at Atlas, we've actually developed what's called the five by five method. Okay. So it's five minutes of talking points. Okay. So like I have another camera that I that that's just for me talking in front of the camera, that Osmo Pocket that I showed yes, you. Yes, the gimbal. You love that thing. That thing's sick. So that's five minutes. Okay. Of of me talking per okay. video. Yeah. So for You're one going, vlog, here's the high level. Here's the things we're doing. Here's yep. the things that we're going to. We'll storyboard out. beforehand. Like okay, part one's going to include this, this, and this. Yeah. Part two's going to include this, this, and this. Part three, you know, if we get that far, is going to include this, this, and this. Yeah. And what we're doing is 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 we're following what's called a five by five method so five minutes of of talking points so me in front of the camera talking about the project explaining things five minutes of time lapse so just setting up the gopros and just setting them up on time lapse so that way it may it looks like my guys are working you know really 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 fast yeah um five minutes b-roll right b-roll yeah yeah. Well, B-roll is what I consider the funny stuff. Okay. So time lapse is a different thing. So okay. five minutes of B-roll. Okay. So if one of my guys slip and fall into while well, they're trying to put the liner in and that's on film, like yeah. that's B-roll. We'll put that in because yeah. that's always a great thing. I think one of my videos, I actually fall. <laughs> I'm trying to get out and like I've got I've got stuff. You know, I'm holding. I'm 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 filming my talking point. I'm like trying to get up and out of this pond and like I didn't lift my foot up. And like you see the whole thing, <laughs> woo timber. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, like it. Like, so like that's B roll. Um, you know, I'll walk around every once in a while when the guys are doing something, and I'll I'll film what they're doing. Them. That's B roll. Yeah. Um, so five minutes of talking points, five minutes of of time lapse, five minutes of B roll, five minutes of B roll, five minutes of drone. Oh, so we'll wow. incorporate drone in our yeah. stuff too. So like a before. We'll do a flyover before to kind of show you what it looks like, flyover after, or we'll do like a flyover, you know, for each, if we're doing part one, part two, part three, we'll do, you know, a flyover for that part. And then five minutes of reveal. Oh, okay. So we'll actually show up after everything's done because walk through all the. That makes sense. Right. People want to see the. Yeah, you want to see. Yeah, everybody wants to see. Everybody the wants to see the progression. Yeah. You know, instant gratification. Right. I'm not doing the work, but I want to see what happens. I want to when see what happens. happens. I want to see how you do this work because yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. You know, so and then I want to so see that's the it. finished product. So then I'm like, ah. So if I nice. can get if I can get five minutes in those five different categories, that makes sense. That what that does is it it because one of the biggest things in video editing in the video and any editors out there that are listening to this i'm sure they're going to understand exactly what i'm talking about yeah is sifting through content you don't just film content for content's sake 
right. I used to do that. Right. To where I would set up a GoPro and Film put this thing. huge DeWalt battery on it that could go for three days straight and just mm. film absolutely everything. The amount of time it takes an editor to actually sift through all that. Yeah. They've got to watch every single second of yeah, everything that you do to try to They're spending figure eight out. hours. They're spending yeah. 12, 15. God. I've had Daniel, Daniel on one, one of our clients sent us in stuff. And I think he said he spent three days just wow. because none of it was organized. None of it was labeled. Right. All of his date codes were wrong. So like oh, when, gosh. you know, the, the date and time that you have to set up on your GoPros, yeah. but that actually helps with us being able to categorize stuff. Right. Yeah. So it none was, of that was oh set up. Gosh. And like he sent us like 90 gigabytes. Oh my of, God. I mean, just, just hours and hours, hours and hours. And of, hours. Yeah. And Daniel said, he was like, yeah, I spent three days just sifting, just sifting through it, seeing what was, what was usable, what uh, was not organizing it, relabeling it, all that yeah. stuff, just to put together a five minute video for YouTube. Wow. So, yeah. So, so that's, that's not, yeah, no. So, but following the five by five method, Daniel can get a whole video done in half a day. Wow. Yeah. You can actually, and if it's, if it's done and it's going to go like this and exactly like that. And right. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things that, that we tell our clients is, is look, follow the five by five method and send us the five by five method that actually allows us to give people a flat rate. No, that's so nice. right now for any YouTube, for any YouTube video that follows the five by five method and you're just sending us in the content, we charge 500 bucks. Oh, nice. 500 bucks. Yeah. That's it. And you figured out, this is my time. This is the mount. This is perfect. Right. I can put something together for Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it because You've when- you simplified the process. When well, yeah. But when you're thinking about it like that, mm -hmm. you know, when you're, when you think, okay, I need you got the checklist, you got the plan. You, you got it kind of in your head already. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's not just filming content for content's sake right. anymore, you right. know, and you'll just figure it out because that's not ever how it works <laughs> but you know having that, that blueprint is exactly huge. right so one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite uh tiktokers youtubers brian barchek okay he's up in detroit my buddy jeff at pondering waters that's that's his one of his clients oh wow okay. and in 2016 i built a water feature for his three-legged alligator and his personal pond at his house but he's a huge dude seriously look him up on what's his name brian barchek Bar. Oh, it's yeah, it's spelled sp with a Z K. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a huge, okay, huge. Oh, wow, four million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, huge. Wow, huge YouTuber, TikToker, all that kind okay. of stuff. But uh, oh, interesting. He, oh, he's got like reptiles and stuff. Oh yeah, that's that's his thing. He owns. Okay. He owns. He's a he's a breeder. Oh wow! He's a reptile breeder and and has a YouTube channel with it and all that kind of stuff. So he owns a he owns a thing called the Reptarium okay. that you can actually go to, and like he's Very just got cool. all kinds of stuff. I went there a couple times, but we actually built a, a water feature, a habitat enclosure for. I was like, that's not me. <laughs> I was wondering if that was Brian Barczyk calling me. <laughs> Is that a scream? <laughs> yes. Is that your phone ringing? It's, the, it's, the, it's the screaming goats from uh, Thor 4. No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, we, we, we built a, a, a habitat enclosure for RJ, his three-legged three uh, alligator. Okay. And he's actually where he was. Greg was the inspiration. He was the technical guy. Wow. That that inspired me to get into social media and all that kind of stuff. And uh, you saw the vision. Oh, I did. 
but like, I didn't know how to do it. Right. But by doing that project, like that was one of the things that he talked about is actually doing YouTube and, and yeah, like did he developing film, the uh, five by five method and all that stuff. Did he film something there while mm. you were doing it or was it, you was just picking his brain? No, it would be, I don't think he filmed anything of us picking his brain. We definitely picked his brain. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like he was I believe there's YouTube. actually a YouTube video out there of us building. It, it would be uh, like this was before I was yeah, I was filming content. Yeah. 2015, yeah. Yeah. So this was before I was actually filming, but I believe that there is a YouTube video out there on on Aquascape Inc's channel. Very cool. That that's out there. Um But it was you got the like he's got 4 million subscribers. You get to pick his brain. Oh yeah. And how you do it. That's yeah. awesome. Well, and that was one of the things is like he goes everything's in 1 minute. Yeah. Uh, you know, he goes whenever, whenever I'm I'm thinking about what to say or I'm thinking about what I need to talk about. That's always in my mind. One is, minute. It needs to be one minute, mm. and that's why on his videos he talks really, really fast. Oh, he's just, hey guys, what's going on? It's Brian Burchek. Right. because he's Done. trying to fit as much in as he can in that one minute. Wow. Which that style, uh, I, and we went back in 2021 to revisit him and he's saying the same thing he's doing it the same way yeah but the, but talking to him and picking his brain helped me and daniel develop the five by five method that makes sense. and that's why it's five minutes five minutes five minutes mm -hmm. five minutes it gives you uh, right. a template to it gives it, it gives everybody a template yeah you know because we're contractors yeah like at the that's end of the day we are pond builders we're contractors right we you know we we say the f word like it's an adjective right. and we get tunnel visioned and and we forget stuff and but if you can get that ingrained in your head you're in a like good spot. that yeah you're in a really good spot yeah fascinating they used to say the same thing aquascapes team used to say the same thing about uh ed the ed the pond professor okay um lisa mcginnis used to say that he ed will talk for 20 hours straight <laughs> and not miss a beat yeah, just goes. which is terrible for youtube <laughs> terrible for yeah. content so he you really be good had, for podcasting oh my god right? <laughs> i think it was actually on a podcast i can't remember which one it was but yeah i think it was on he's getting into some podcasts yeah that would be his medium but dude she was like he really had to focus and get his talking down to a reasonable level right. and One now he's doing it as opposed right. to it's it's definitely yeah. yeah it's definitely a skill yeah that is something that has to be developed you know not everybody is it can just be a ham like i ramble on all the time as you can uh, tell it's beautiful but <laughs> it's a beautiful thing i'll tell you that beautiful thing. um i got a thousand questions let's see here where are we at with time wise we got we're grooving bro okay all right let's let's end on this question if that's cool cool so what has been the it's a multifaceted question. All right. So it's like six questions. Okay, of gotcha. What has been the most famous person you've built a pond for, and what has been the coolest pond or aquascape that you've built? How's that for a hmm. question? You can answer them any way you want to. Hmm. Crap. Hold on. <laughs> Well, it's because I'm terrible at actors' names. Oh yeah. So, um, and we haven't built it yet. Okay. We're we're going to be building it this year. That's already way cool. <sighs> What's his name? Oh. He's from Entourage. Okay. So, it, okay. did you watch Entourage? I have watched like okay. one or two episodes. I'm okay. So, about. do you know the the pretty the pretty one? Yeah. Pretty not pretty. not the he's the he was the actor in the show. Yeah. Dang it! What's his name? Oh yeah. Let's pull it up. 
pull up Entourage real quick. It's got it's got that's the, so cool. Entourage. Oh, here it is. Okay, here it is. Um, do, 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 do. what's his name? It's in here. I have the post right here. Um, come on, Ed, you're failing me here. That's okay. Oh, Adrian Grenier. Okay. Adrian Grenier. He was in he was in Entourage. Okay. That's so cool. I'm pulling. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adrian. What else has he been in? I'm I'm pulling him up. I'm pulling up his IMDb, IMDb. right now. So, Entourage, one. Devil Wears Prada, Drive Me Crazy. Um, so, yeah. he's in a lot so he's things. developing. So, which is kind of great because me and my wife actually kind of we have a hobby farm. Okay. So we grow no our way. own. We grow our own food. You know, we got like fifty chickens. We grow no a couple way. pigs every year oh and butcher gosh. them up. And uh, we've got cows. We actually have one of the only uh, mini, mini, uh, mini cattle herds. No in the way. Area. Yeah. So. Okay, that's so cool. Did you do it because? Um, my or, wife. Okay, Allison. Yeah. That is one hundred percent Allison. Yeah, that's my wife's yeah. name's Allison too. Yeah. yeah. That's what? That's weird. She's way into farming as well. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. But uh, but yeah, so we've got uh, we've got three cows. Yeah, you know, I love that so much. Uh, we got we got two heifer dexters. You know, mini mini breeds. We got one yeah. Hereford. Bull. Are they milking or are they? Oh yeah, we okay. get a half a gallon a half a gallon a day out of lady. Ah, it's beautiful. So one heifer's lady, the other one's Rosie. They're both dexters. Um, I heard that um, mini cows are nice because you don't have to have them on such big acreage. No, because they can eat. Yep. Because uh, we only have five less. acres, yeah, and I only have, I think I only have like two, two that's fenced true. in, yeah. So one sense. acre goes to pot roast. That's our bull's name is pot roast. Ah, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> so we decided to keep pot roast because pot roast is one of those. He's just he's such a good bull. Yeah, he is not aggressive. Near, I can almost ride him. No way. Oh yeah. Oh. So like every day I'll be feeding him and I'll be like brushing him, you know. And I'm <laughs> like, hey, what's closer. going on? And you know, I'll just kind of get up there and just kind of try to throw my leg over. But by the time I kind of, he feels my leg go on him, he's like, hey, what What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah but he's, Come on, bro. But Come he's on. such a cool, he's such a cool bull. And the thing is with mini herds is, is you can't, you can't AI them okay. without different equipment than you do with normal cattle. Okay. So, and mini herds are a southern thing. They're not, they're not up here. Right. You know, and yeah. uh, so you, you have to do it the the natural, gotcha, the natural way. So they have to, have to have a bull. Yes, you to have to have a bull. Okay, and I'm, uh, uh, I'm we have we I'm have trying. one of the only bulls in this area. In this area, no way. So and pot roast can be studded out to about fifteen heifers a year. No way. So that's yeah. kind of what we're doing with with the other three acres that we own. Is we're we're setting it up. We're pasturing in some of it, and then what we're going to do is we're going to set up pot roast. You know, breeding. palace. Yeah, and then we're in the middle. We're gonna set up some breeding pens. Oh, cool! Because either, I can either, I can either take him to them, or they can bring their heifers to me. Which makes more sense. Which, yeah, I I think bringing the heifers to us is a little bit is a little bit easier. But it's it's a home home uh, home advantage. Yeah, home advantage. For right, right. right. Yeah, He's exactly. more comfortable in his space yeah, exactly. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> he that. yeah, so he can he can sire he can sire up to uh, fifteen heifers at wow. five hundred bucks a pop. 
Yeah. And that pays for the, that pretty much pays for all the food and the feed and it's self-sufficient. Right. Well, yeah. it's the mini, the mini cows is, I've heard that multiple times from people around here. Mm-hmm. So when you said that, I'm like, you know, I'm tracking exactly. Yeah. And for a smaller household, you know, three right. kids, you know, you only yep. need a half gallon of milk a day mm-hmm. and that's probably way too much right. already. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all oh, my kids love it. Oh yeah. Oh they. Oh man, it yeah. is never, especially if there's cereal in the house oh, and fresh and fresh milk. Oh, done. No, it's done. It, it's not milk and cereal. It's ice cream and cereal. <laughs> oh, right, is what it is. It's so good, dude. Yeah. yeah, we've been getting some good milk recently. You've been going to Crystal Valley. Game changed. Crystal Valley. Crystal Valley is awesome. I found a plug. That's even cheaper and oh, yeah. rawer than oh. that. So it's been good. Oh yeah. I got a good yeah. I got a good connection. So but that's it. We 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 don't do this on you know, Allison Allison was she sells her we sell our ex our excess eggs. Yeah. And we have fifty chickens. Oh yeah. They lay like freaking three dozen eggs a day. Twenty dollars no, a pop a person, $2. right? Yeah. Uh, no, we charge two dollars. That's so cheap. That's it. Dude, it's, it's $2. I, $2. I was at Aldi, six dollars yeah. a cart. Like, we're not we're not doing it, but that's the yeah. thing. Just Kind of like with Aquascapes and with Atlas, I'm not yeah. in this to make the profit. It's profits, yeah. like it's when we first started selling it, two dollars a dozen was was the market value, and right. it's gone up to nine dollars a dozen. Now we're at it. It's like, look, people who can't afford six dollars a dozen and stuff yeah. like that, but at the, least there's an option. Hey, yeah, and they need to go local. Know? Yeah, it's so much better go if you go local. Right, I'm a hundred percent right. That vein. So that's that's what it is. It, it's for us. It's for our family. Um, and also within Atlas and and uh, Aquascapes, I don't give out monetary bonuses because you have to pay taxes on those. Bonuses. Oh, interesting. No, like pay tax. Nobody no. wants to pay taxes. Yeah. So what we do is is we raise a hog, and I've got four employees: two with Aquascapes, two with Atlas, and a quarter of the hog goes to each. Because what do you do? Most people use that money to buy food. They buy yeah. food. Why not? So, get so if it can't, yeah. So freaking I, ribs. So, so here's the thing. I can give you. Butt. I can give you a five hundred dollar bonus, and you're gonna you're gonna pay thirty five percent in tax because it's a bonus. I have to label it as a bonus. Right. Or I can give you seven hundred and fifty dollars in pig. Yeah. I would take what do you want? All day long. What do you want? Pig. You want you want five hundred? You want you want bacon? Yeah. Or or do you want you pig. want five hundred bucks? Pig. Exactly. Yeah. Well and and with snowplow and stuff like that. So my two guys through Aquascapes, they they now do I don't snowplow anymore. They do the snow plowing. You know, and snowplow is great and all, but once again, it, it doesn't yeah. you can't be you can't run Predict a snowplow yeah. and expect to 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 supplement your salary that you were making during the season. You right. can't. So that's what we do is I, if I can't give you a monetary bonus, here's some food. I'm going to give you food security. That's cool. That, but that's what it comes down to. That's such a cool thing. Right. Cause in Maslow's hierarchy, I don't know if you do you know about Maslow's hierarchy. No, I don't. There's a hierarchy. It's, it's a pyramid. It's called Maslow's hierarchy. And at the bottom is your basic security. So water, food, Shelter. shelter, right? Then you move up to the next one, which is basic amenities, mm. things like that. Then after that's hobbies, okay. and, you know. So where you fit on that pyramid. on yeah, yeah on that pyramid. So during the winter, when you don't have a job, you're not making money. There's right. no snow on the ground. Right. You need you move housing, all the way to that bottom. You food. move into that bottom period. You right. Food, shelter, and water. Right. So I I help with part of that. Yeah. You know, makes sense. And there's no taxes. There's no nothing. And most people are really it's appreciative. Ten times better than when you oh, buy yeah. at the store. Heck yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's probably way better. Bro. The fact I know. I mean, this is the world that I'm, I've been diving into. But the the food you buy from the store is from who knows where on the other side of the world, 
and then how long it takes. Right. They butcher it, and, right. and then they freeze it, and right. then unthaws, and they freeze right. it. You, you could be two or three month old meat right. by the time you're by the time eating it. Gets to you, right? And it's different than like I mean, yeah. it's the same. You know, you get you freeze it, but at least you know it came right. Butchered it, frozen. Right. Well, right and here. the other thing is, is me and Allison, we did the we did the. Uh, financial study behind it hmm. how much did it actually cost us to raise two pigs hmm. it cost us 506 bucks really that includes butchering wow and that's probably a dollar per pound or whatever right? yeah or something, something like, like that. that but yeah. but to to purchase the pit the piglets right. feed. to feed them and to butcher them right 506 bucks oh my word well that was 506 bucks a piece so 1012 12 dollars total yeah and we kept one. We kept one whole hog for ourselves to fill our freezers. Right, and then quartered it up. For and then quartered it up for the employees. Right. But we also went retail and figured up all of the cuts. Right. Seven hundred and fifty bucks per person. Per person. Wow. You're getting ribs. You're getting bacon. Oh yeah. You're getting tons you're getting of sausage. It. Oh yeah. Each each employee got rolls. like ten pound ten pounds of sausage. Eight pounds of bacon, yeah. baby back ribs, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, the good stuff. Oh, yeah, the good stuff. Hams, yeah. you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I love that. So, yeah, it's 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 our way to, to show our appreciation without the burden of tax. Right. That's that's yeah. such a cool so way. Nobody wants to pay taxes. No. Uh, coolest. Coolest project. Yeah, and then we'll wrap it up. It's tough, huh? It's tough. Oh, it's because I've done... The thousand projects. No. All right. So I've done some projects and some relationships have ended, so I'm not going to include those. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did a project out in Kirksville, Missouri. Okay. And it was this guy. So on my YouTube channel, we're, we're, we're on a series for the Wisconsin Dells. I went out to the Wisconsin Dells and I did a, a pondless waterfall for a resort out there okay and uh, i met this guy while i was doing that project and he goes hey i actually want to put in my own water feature back at my house mm. in missouri and i was like oh okay cool awesome let's let's go to dinner let's talk about it and um we go to dinner him and his wife and start talking about it uh my buddy damien was with was with me at the dinner one of the uh, four one of the four mm -hmm. uh he didn't end up going on that one if you're you know if you kind of see a pattern damien's kind of the one that flakes out on us all the time <laughs> yeah. but uh so me so everything went great pricing pricing went through contracts subcontracts all that kind of stuff went through got everything signed we went out to do this project. He provided every single boulder in this project. No way. And I swear to God, it's some of the, it's the best work I have ever done. Let me take a picture. No, I, I have video. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, like I've made so many TikToks off of this project. But um, let's see. Yeah, that's that's one of them. Oh wow! That's just one of the TikToks. If you got to press it again, wow! But, but yeah, just the boulder and the, the boulders. He provided all of the he provided all of the stone. It came off of his property when they were building the house. Wow! It's all that old lime weathered limestone, <sighs> mossy cool. mossy rock. It yeah. dude, it was freaking awesome. That's cool. But you know, we built him. We built in the pond. That's that natural vibe too, dude. That comes right from his property, right into the pond. That's cool. Let's so see if I can find it real quick. I can find the actual other pictures. That's so cool. Yeah, here we go. There it is. That's that's one of the photos of you guys. Oh, can. that's gorgeous. That's one of the pictures. 
But yeah. that's it. That's so cool. That's what we made out of it. Wow. That's dude. I, that's just that's the main, that's pond, just the main bro. water coming out of the water. That feels natural. Yeah, that's, that's just the main so waterfall natural. coming out of the wetland. That's not even that's not even the pond. Wow. And we made we made a, a seventeen by thirty five pond for him too, and that's just one of the waterfalls. That's so cool. Yeah, but all of that rock came off the property. That's so cool. Yeah, it feels like it was set there before. Like you didn't even put it there. It felt right. like that's just natural. Yeah, it's that's that's part of it, dude. So that would be that would be probably one of my that would be my favorite. Yeah. Um, just because like a lot of these a lot of these things you know with with Adrian and Logan Paul and all that kind of stuff they're not my projects. Right. Aquascape Inc. puts all these together and Pulls they hold events. Yeah, they hold events and they pull me in for it because yeah. they want the best of the best to be there. Right. And, and they do it to you know train new. Upcomers, yeah, you know it's events for for new upcoming pond builders to get yeah. involved and and to yeah, get some chops. Yeah, it's right, the sandbox. Exactly. It's a sandbox. Yeah, and we're doing it for a big name, so it's, yeah. so it's going to draw some attention. So yeah, so like the Adrian and build, you can go like into a client and like, oh yeah, I worked on a project with Logan Paul. Yeah, right? that gives you way credibility. Right. I, I didn't get to work with Logan Paul. I, I, that was the one project that I really kicked myself in the butt for. Uh, I was in California when they did the project no for Logan way. Paul. I was doing a different project uh, with somebody else, but yeah. uh, I know. I, know. <laughs> I was That's like, cool, oh, I wish I would have met him. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been cool. Pick his brain. For oh, me. I know. And that well, and that was pre-Japan too. So mm. that was that was before, before he got canceled. That was before the whole cancel Ooh. thing happened too. So That's yeah. Wild. Right. Um Dr. Pol, you know who Dr. Pole is? Yeah. The veterinarian? Yeah, from Michigan. So Jeff Michaels from Pondering Waters, this was before I, this was like 2008. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Michaels from Pondering Waters, he did his pond. No way. Up there. Uh, so and His then, property? That's yeah. such a cool, yeah. Right. They use that for like, oh, yeah. B-roll all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. A um, little A-frame out in the middle of, oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, that's yeah. just, yeah. Cool dude, uh, yeah. from what he tells me and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I wasn't involved in Shaq's pond. No. Oh, man, I was... I so wanted to be. I know. That was a cool. <laughs> well, he'll need he'll need a new pond in the future. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's got yeah. like eleven houses or something yeah. like that. We'll just talk him into another one. So uh, we did one for Richard Petty. You know, okay. one of those events and stuff like that. So, yeah. so yeah, some really cool projects. Um, but that one would be my favorite. Most famous would be Adrian and Brian Barczyk. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Very cool, man. Well, let's let's wrap it up. I have got to pee. Oh my god! <laughs> I have to as well. Where can people find you? Everywhere. Okay. YouTube. Oh, hold on. Let me bring up. And let me. I'll tell you what. I'll I put. List. I'll, I'm going to scan this later. I'm going to put all the this in the show notes, so everyone will know. Uh, you know, everyone will know where to find you. Just look in the show notes. I'll have all the links there. You should be good. But yeah, you're on TikTok. You're on YouTube. You're Bro. on Facebook. You're on All right. The website is aquascapesmichiana.com. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter. Email is info at aquascapesmichiana.com. And our phone number is 574-361-7745. Hit us up. Give us a like. Give us a follow. But yeah. Tell me. That's a Logopal pond right there. That's so cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's Japanese. It's got feng shui for sure. Right. Love it. So, uh, yeah, hit Chris up, contact him. 
If you guys want to see, if you guys are in the local area and you guys actually want to see a living example of my work, please go to the Potawatomi Zoo over in South Bend. Yeah. Um, and it is the water feature that is in the giraffe exhibit. We are going to be planning the new lion. Oh, snap. Hunter feature this year. And... <gasps> The North American Black Bear for 2025. No way. Oh, heck yeah. I'm oh. rebuilding that whole zoo, dude. Dude, I love that. I am I am the Potawatomi Zoo's water feature builder. No way. So, so Dude, yeah. oh, that's so cool. I know, right? I Got some that. exciting things coming up. Yeah. You know, and the bigger we You're get. You're busy. Dude. You're so busy. And it's all me. Yeah. It's just, oh, jeez. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I wish. Yeah. I really wish I, I could find stuff. somebody else to just handle part of it so yeah but we'll get there yeah i love that chris dude thank you so much for coming on it's been a pleasure we'll have you on again bro yeah you need to come back fun. and do this again so this was fun this is good all right well i'll check you guys out i'll see you guys later have yeah. a good one Peace. see ya hi right, bye